Welcome to the 16-Ounce Cinema Podcast. Hello and welcome to 16-Ounce Cinema, where we drink pints and talk pictures. I'm TJ. I'm here with Angus. Hello. And Michael. Hello, everyone. Um, and tonight's episode, we're talking Jallo, or however you want to pronounce it. I'm pronouncing Giallo. it. I'm pronouncing it yeah, the I way like I heard Eli Roth pronounce it. I actually wrote it down and went back and played. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to side with Eli Roth on this one. <laughs> I and would I'm never side with Eli Roth on this one. I'm saying Jallo. He's wrong. Um, well, it's me and Angus against you and Roth, and Roth isn't on the <laughs> podcast, so. <laughs> I think we got this one. Uh, well, <laughs> however you pronounce it, just a little background to Jallo. Not too much because I don't want to do that. Uh, that is the Italian, typically Italian thriller horror. Um, it branched out, obviously, as other countries took the influences. Um, known for lurid violence and sex. Um, a lot of you know murder mysteries, black-gloved killers. Um, big in the 70s, 1968 through 1978, um, pioneered by Mario Bava and then made really like extra flashy by Dario Argento. Um, Lucio Fulci was in there, got their one Fulci. Um, one thing when I was... My, I have two cats named after those two. Exactly. Um, and, I ha- and the other one was... Um, the bird with Diodato. the crystal plumage. Then, <laughs> no, the and this is this is completely my first giallo experience whatsoever. No. Um, and well, my fourth cat was going to be Bava. I just wanted to get that out there. Ooh. If I ever get one. Did you have an Mario uh, or Lamberto? Your cat, like had an abortion or something, and it, you couldn't name it. I can't name my aborted cat. <laughs> Mario or Lamberto? Uh, I've met Lamberto, so it'd be more him, but. Aww. I wouldn't Mario. tell anybody that. <laughs> I would just be like, ah, oh, it's just Baba, because yeah, I like yeah. Mario. <laughs> um, they, of course, influenced slashers. One thing I was looking at, according to Wikipedia, they were biggest in 1971 through 1973, um, which is interesting to me, because that's also the peak for blaxploitation. So uh, yeah. I couldn't find any funny, humorous like connection in my head to that. I just... Dude, if they made Black Giallo films, oh, that would have been man. fucking awesome. Instead of like the black gloves, they're wearing white gloves. <laughs> um, we did get some beers to go with our movies tonight. I'm a little mellow because I didn't get enough sleep. Um, I'm oh, going no. first this episode. Um, and so I searched high and low trying to find a beer that related and I totally grabbed the wrong one out of my fridge. <laughs> so, oh, you guys okay. talk amongst well, yourselves while I go get the right beer. Uh, okay, are what we are paused you, or no? No, we're we'll, me and you will keep we're, it going. Okay, well I uh I got a, I got a beer called Ixit Sixteen Double IPA with hoppy highs of tangerine, mango, and pine. Uh, Shit, see, another one I can't have because of the fucking mango. Oh, no. I'm, I'm allergic sorry. to mango. I like tangerine and shit, so that would have been cool, but that ruins I'll, it. I'll, uh, I'll wait for the description of my beer until TJ gets back, but tell us about your beer and what you got. 
uh, I got uh, it. Just feels weird with him not here. <laughs> it does. I'm nervous about when to start, when to go. Yeah, like what if he, he never? What if he has a heart attack and never comes back? <laughs> I don't know. I've been back. I was just. Oh, I don't uh, know. hey! Well, then let me let me finish my description <laughs> then, and then we can go to Angus. Or we could go uh, back to him. Oh yeah, go of my beer that I'm going to describe and talk about. Oh no, we no, just let TJ do it. We'll go back oh, okay. to you. Pretend that that right. didn't happen. All right, TJ. Oh, am I editing that out? I wasn't here. No, yeah. you're not editing shit. All right, so I, I mean, searched maybe. high and low for an appropriate beer. Um, by the way, the wrong beer I just had was the Budweiser Copper Lager, the one that was like aged in the Jim Beam barrels, which is actually pretty good beer. Um, I thought that was terrible. Oh, I okay. hated my first one. Did you have a second one, or did you only have one? No, I, I only got had the six-pack. Oh, I hated okay. it. Okay, like, I hated my first one, but I liked the the rest I had, so. Yeah. So, anyway, go on. I searched high and low, trying to find just the right beer, um, and then I just got tired of that, and I randomly saw a new beer from Kona that I don't think I've tried. So Sweet. <laughs> I did that. Your Kona. I guess, yeah. Reasonable. <laughs> I got Kanaha Blonde Ale, and I've probably had it before. Oh, uh, but that sounds nice. I am kind of staying true to the show with this because I always get the fruity beers, and this is ale with tropical mango added. Oh, my God. Angus God damn it. it. I just, <laughs> what? He just talked about how he can't have my beer because it has mango in it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> An Fuck afternoon soaring off Kanaha Beach on Maui inspired the brew for our Kanaha Blonde Ale. It's light, sessionable blonde ale with real mango added for a juicy tropical flavor that's easy like the islands and won't weigh you down. I don't know. If I don't like how you always read the advertisements. They're going to tell about the beer better than I would. I'm just a schmuck. That's a, that's a fair point. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. got good head. That's all I care about. Show me some all foam. Right, so, uh, That's all we want is good head. So as so I said earlier, mean? mine is the uh, Ixit 16 double IPA. I already heard uh, this. I'm sorry. <laughs> it has, uh, let me fast forward. It has six different hops added and citrus and something called Chinook, which I looked up. Isn't and that it's a helicopter? An American, American warplane and helicopter that costs $35 million. Wait, they put so that in a beer? Yeah, this beer being two ninety nine was a goddamn steal. <laughs> did they like chop it up and like melt metallic. it? I did not. I did not ask any questions. <laughs> I hope you can fly. I and just shit. oh yeah, I'm just drinking <laughs> freedom tonight, so that's what's gonna be it. All right. And All right. Uh, now Angus. Yeah. Um. So I did get something to kind of go along with our theme. I got a beer from Italy. Since oh, that seems to be the place where Jello, yeah, Jello, yeah, at whatever least we call somebody it. Remember that the show tries to tie the beers <laughs> to the theme, well, <laughs> or care. It was funny. I, I got this one yes or two days ago, and then I watched my movie last night, and I was like, "Fuck! I wish I would have got something else." But I, oh. I, I still like the theme of my beer. So, mm-hmm. the Italian, blah blah blah. It's called Peroni. Uh, Nastro Azzurro. Whoa, it's like real Italian. Yeah. I, All right. Sorpia, superior? Dude, yeah, the funny thing about, beer. like, the funny <laughs> thing is, like, <laughs> when I get these beers and shit, I do, like, I don't know shit about beer except, like, fucking Bush Light and shit and Coors. So, like, when I get these ones, I, like, I don't know how to pronounce any of it. So, it's just weird. Um... But one of the things I thought was funny is this shit's called Peroni. 
and it's spelled P-E-R-O-N-I. But just a few like days ago, I heard about this thing called Peroni's disease. Do you oh, guys no. know what this is? No. No, I don't. All right. It's spelled P-E-Y-R-O-N-I-E-S. Okay. Disease. And basically what it is, is um, it's dudes who get like really curved dicks. Uh. Like insanely curved to where it just causes them nothing but pain because of their dicks being oh. so curved. Can they fix it? Is there a cure? Well, if you Google image it, um, first, first you're going to laugh your fucking ass off because these dicks are going in every which way. <laughs> like there's some that look like it would like if you pissed, you just pee right up your fucking nostrils. Oh. <laughs> But, poor men. Wait, is like, it genetic, like, or, did they, or they, did they break them? Even flaccid, they're like all bent and. Yeah. Oh. But it's when you get an erection, that's what makes it really painful. And like some of these are like like they're mish like the one it goes at like a ninety degree. I'm looking at dicks right now. I guess just this so is everybody an knows. Great way to start like a horror thing. Just talk about some body <laughs> yeah. horror. Yeah. That's right, yeah. Well, and then the thing is, like, there's a lot of, like, video, like, pictures of surgeries, and it's just a lot of severed, like, cut up dicks. So, like, there's one here. Jalas do have a lot of, like, you know, like, sexual transgressiveness, and, like, you know, especially for the 70s, they like to feature, like, you know, like, gay people and be people being weird about sex. Not like I have that in my movie. Weird about sex, but hey, my my movie had this too. They have like token gay people and weird sex stuff. That's actually how my movie gets good. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, there's one that I just wanted to describe because like it's the dick is completely skinned except the helmet. Why? I don't because I guess they're trying to fix it. If the shaft is curved, you don't need to operate on the helmet. Yeah. <laughs> just think. Let's about talk it. about your. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. Let's talk Wait. About, can I just describe? Let's, can let's I describe one more beers, picture? We're 10 yeah. In now. No. Hold on. I want to do one more picture. Like All right, the, do one more dick picture. It's one it's more like. Cock. Well, it's technically a, a, like a montage of pictures. There's a dick looking <laughs> normal, like in the thing, and then they got <laughs> it sticking up, and then they skinned it, and it looks warm. like a goddamn chestburster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so everybody have fun Googling that and enjoy oh, your beer. All right. I'm going to open right. my Kanaha. <laughs> and I'm also... I always uh, hate that sound. <laughs> what else is it that you're doing? I'm also going to open up Mike's double IPA because due to medical conditions, Mike is not actually drinking tonight, so I'm drinking his beer for him. Yep. Wait. Oh, so you didn't even have it? <laughs> He no, it. I just bought it, and he, I bought it. And then he gave it to me to drink. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you're having a double mango drink tonight. He's, he's yeah. having two. He, 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 you would die twice oh, yeah. if you were So I'll, maybe I'll yeah, drink them separate half by half, and then after that I'll drink them together. I'm kind of happy that like it kind of got together, mine, mine and yours. Imagine so just double, two different mangoes. The Kanaha, they actually look kind of the same. They're both really effervescent. Um. The double IPA is that nice orangish color that you would expect, just like I said, more effervescent than your typical IPA. Um, the Kanaha is really crisp, like golden clear. 
Um, it looks uh, like it might not taste like anything, but that it looks super crisp. Um, so here we go. That makes me really thirsty. On the Kanaha, <laughs> which mm, it's got a lot of um, good good aroma. The head is already gone. Okay. And uh, what what about my and beer? And that tastes. <laughs> oh, it tastes like nothing. It tastes like kind of like club soda with a little splash of beer in it. Oh, your oh, beer is unimpressive. Mm, that's the first sip. I think there might be more. Is there no pine sips. taste? I'm I'm upset. What? There's a, is there no pine taste? Oh, hold on. No, I'm not into yours yet. I'm still on mine. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought we were talking about Mike's. Yeah, there's not much to this beer. Next. You can, like, slam this <laughs> like land shark. <laughs> all right, we get it. Shut up. Go yeah, on with the next one. You don't give fine. a shit. Damn. <laughs> you guys didn't want to hear about my cut up dicks. <laughs> this one has lots of aroma. I'm not good at. Fuck yeah. <laughs> telling aromas i guess if you say that's pine and citrus sure all right is he drinking it i think so i am it's very Ooh. smooth it is crisp Ooh. like i said and then like it, nice it's a nice warming beer too Ooh. As I, like the, it, does say, it does say it's supposed to be drank in winter so yeah cool. it has that feel good warming sensation which is awesome all right, that's good I'm, to know it's 80 degrees out and i turn off the ac to not I'm going to put podcast. that on my list for the for the future. <laughs> You're oh, going to put your beer on your list for the future. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. What that's a, cool. Tell, tell us about your beer, Angus. My beer tastes like if you like had like a bent dick and you had to have <laughs> surgery. To... <laughs> you got a Coors, I see. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's that's after. Oh, no. Okay. Um no, it's 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 good. It it tastes like um uh Heineken, but a, like lighter, like a much lighter taste of Heineken. Oh, I've had that beer. The per- yeah <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I like it. It's good. It's it's decent. It's way better than I thought it would be. Very cool. All right, I'm All gonna right. mix the beers together now and let you know how it goes. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah, it's, right. <laughs> you're always down to mix shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am the mixer. More kanaha in there because i drank the kanaha pretty quick because it tastes like nothing i just top up while he's drinking it i want to explain something i broke my microphone a couple days ago oh like you know like the little stand it like it snapped so i i was like how the fuck am i gonna do this am i just gonna leave it on the table and then like i tried holding it but it looked like i was about to like spit like a hot 16 bars and it just looked weird <laughs> I, I hold it i've been holding it since the first episode what oh, are you talking about i i th- i can't oh, do sorry. that the, the bottom oh, you guys don't hold your i thought you guys hold your mics too no what oh who holds their mic? mic stand I guess I do. You think you're a rapper, dude? We're doing a podcast. That's what I said. That's exactly what I just said. Is I felt like I was, no, no, I, was, I was staring at this beer in wonder because the, the bottom <laughs> half is clearer than the top half. Oh, one has oil yeah. or something. Or something. I don't know how that works. It smells All right, so we're still uh, like 15 minutes in. Let's start talking about movies. <laughs> it tastes the same as the double IPA but with more citrus. <laughs> Let's talk about movies. It tastes the same. <laughs> All right. I watched a movie. Uh, yeah. Um, awesome. I watched The House with the Laughing Windows. Um, <laughs> first of when I very first started the movie, one thing that was really exciting to me is that it's directed by a guy named Poopy. 
<laughs> like, is it, is it just one name, like Cher? No, no I just wish that even better. <laughs> no, his name is Poopy, like P-U-P-I. Um, but, you know, I, I looked it up and no, you, it's, they, every, well, Eli Roth pronounced it Poopy. <laughs> You're really following Eli Roth's yeah, take Eli on Roth, everything. Eli Roth, like, what write a dissertation about your movie? No, What's he did on? one YouTube video about the movie I watched. Um, oh, I just should have. I should have looked for his opinion about my movie. Uh, so yeah, he. Upset. Well, actually, he had something to do with my movie. I think. Oh. Or no, 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 no. It's it's another famous guy. Another Roth. Oh. David no, it's Lee not Roth. Roth. It, another no. Eli. No. <laughs> Eli Manning. Just an... <laughs> I'm gonna stop talking now. All right. So <laughs> Poopy Avadi directed my movie, and um. I think that, you know, Angus pretty much always watches YouTube movies for the uh, show. I think this is my, the first time I watched the movie on YouTube for the show. Welcome so, to the club. Yep, I was excited about that, although I wasn't sure if this version of it was sped up just slightly. Because you know how they, they alter the speed sometimes to dodge copyrights? Yeah. Some, some of the scenes looked a little, like, bonky. <laughs> but well, Some movies, they actually flip the image completely. Oh, shit. They mirror it, so, it, like, I, I've seen it with, like, Simpsons cartoons and shit. Like, they'll completely mirror the whole image. So when I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck am I seeing? This is so weird. Sorry, I took another sip of this beer, and it kind of tastes like putting cotton in my mouth. Um, cock? Cotton. <laughs> no. Like, uh, curved cock? So the, <laughs> the opening credits are actually, like, the most disturbing opening credits I've ever seen. Um, so it's in like a weird, not quite sepia, but like, you know, that off brown orangish color. Um, and you just see this guy getting cut up. So this guy is like just there getting like slashed in the ribs and, uh, and weird noises and stuff and, um, weird music too. And like, it's all like dark and murky. And then it ends on like, you just basically see this guy's body all cut up and then it ends on just weird whispers, um, which in some like crazy weird language and i was like really freaked out and then like later probably movie, italian yeah later when the movie started i realized this wasn't a dubbed version this was the actual italian version and i didn't when you have the subtitles i thought i had blacked out and we were done with your movie i was nervous um so did you do what i did with the indian movie oh no dude i put on the subtitles um, oh okay shit that would have been fun and so basically what we, we open up that um, there's this church with like a little fresco, like a, you know, painting of uh, basically, I guess, Jesus getting tortured and, um, or somebody getting tortured. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it was a saint. They did Jesus say or somebody. somebody. They did. I, like, glazed over. I'll take the field on that one. Yeah. That's like one to a trillion. No, so. they the did mo- say the most famous idol in history or some guy. Yeah, it was some guy. <laughs> I'm not Catholic, so I don't know the saints and stuff. Um, so anyway, this um, painting um, was done by a local painter who um, basically died, disappeared. And um, the Danny DeVito hires a, a painter to come to the town. Are you serious? Uh, what? Ba- yeah, 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 it's Danny DeVito. Um, Is it? No, it isn't. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it might as well have been so danny devito so it's an italian danny devito to uh yeah okay. to restore 
the the, the fresco um, basically because the town just won't get off his back about it he says like they just keep pestering him to, to fix this painting so and he really didn't care um, so that this painter goes and he, he goes to the church and then the, the pastor comes out and they, they have a little chat and he's like oh yeah I'm trying to turn this church around when I came in there's a lot of cleaning up to do uh, I first I had the first thing I had to do when I came out was clean out a bunch of old cadavers that were being stored here and it's like well like what is going on in Italy that they just you know these cadavers just get hung out well that's what they do right they like they they store them in like churches and then they're like you need new ones so they don't know what to do with the old ones you need new they cadavers? Have, like catacombs right catacombs right that's they have like for. a shelf life on their cadavers i mean where else are you gonna put them i've been talking about this my whole life i think i don't know where all the dead people go so a lot of them burned a lot of them buried a lot of them like come back in acid. and like party in the bahamas <laughs> I guess they do dissipate every couple hundred years. <laughs> I like the weekend of Bernie's reference. Um, Sick reference, bro. So next, the the guy is having a breakfast, kind of like meeting the townsfolks and ma- making friends. Um, his breakfast is awesome. So he gets a chunk of cheese, a big old chunk of cheese, and black coffee. <laughs> That's the kind of breakfast I would love. Just fat and caffeine. Um, I was hoping for like sausage too or something. And, and while he's there, one of the guys like points out like this woman who's like the local teacher. Um, he's like, yeah, she's a local teacher, but she's also a whore. Um, so this painter bangs the teacher. Says, this movie doesn't waste any time. Uh, so like he, that yeah. quickly, he's <laughs> just right there at he breakfast just... on top of the cheese. Wait, no, you're <laughs> fucking kidding me. No, yeah, yeah, no. Like, he just ends up in her room and stuff. And um, Oh, okay. I thought, like, she's a whore, so he just fucking took her right on the cheese. Just took this guy's word for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. He's like, you were, you were right. She's great. This is a great and, town. And that guy would know te- because he's Her the, tears uh, make it better. He's the doctor. <laughs> the whore is the doctor? No, the, the guy who told no, him she's, she's a, a teacher. whore. Is the doctor? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's yeah. funny because like he's like trying to tell the painter the spooky story of the town, but like when they're at breakfast, like everybody starts looking his way, so he's like, "Better not." There and are then, like whores everywhere. He like arranges <laughs> for him to like take a canoe trip out into the middle of nowhere to tell the story, but then Danny DeVito pulls up in his car, <laughs> so he like keeps getting interrupted. It's almost like a like a teen sex comedy where the kids like keep not getting laid because of circumstances. Like just, this, it's just comical um, that he can't tell the story. Um, and then he gets killed the doctor. So now he's dead. What did he die for? I didn't really. He die. died for her sins. <laughs> um, so now that the painter is in a hotel, but he, he gets kicked out of the hotel. Uh, I guess because the, the town is all clammed up about like the spooky story and they're freaked out that he's trying to find out the spooky story as he restores this painting. Um, so he moves to this, just the old, the original painter's old house. And it's this, like, they do like um, weird haunted house stuff, you know, doors creaking and sounds. And then this um, tape recorder just starts playing. And that's the voice you heard at the beginning. And it's the painter like just going on about, my colors will paint death perfectly. 
Um, and he goes on about like how his colors are in his veins, his paintings in his veins and like all this weird shit. Uh, so he's a poet too. Cool. I, I was yeah, hoping it was, uh, I was hoping it d- was done on a talk boy <laughs> and like sped up a little <laughs> or slowed down. What's a talk boy? You, uh, you ever seen Home Alone 2? Like a yak Oh, yeah, yeah, the little thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I used to have one. That thing was awesome. They were great. I never had one, though. (laughs) I just played with them a lot in the store. It was one of those toys. There's a lot of toys I just played with in the store, but never actually had. The thing that was like... we had toy stores. Yeah, (laughs) these days won't have that. My son won't have that. He can't go to the yak back and just say dirty words, hoping yeah. that the person behind him will yes. press it and then hear, yes. hear, fuck you, or yeah. something like that. <laughs> Sped up. <laughs> that was my favorite thing to do. I can't wait just to tag this on episode with yak back to get the you know 90s nostalgia crowd listening to our terrible Jallo episode. <laughs> They're not talking about yak backs, those bastards. I hope they make it to the 24-minute mark, and they're like, fuck yeah, Yak Man! <laughs> yeah, this is the moment! And then they're really disappointed because they thought it was like going to change the show. Sorry, Yak Back crowd. This is it. We're not going to talk about Yak Backs anymore. Oh, I'll find a way to bring They were back. a good size. I always liked their size and shape. I was always taken. That's probably why I played with them. I was taken by their size and their shape. Well, they were like... It had that... It had uh, the big head on, like, for the speaker, and then it kind of bent down like a shaft. <laughs> I just thought he, I I thought was, he was making first a dick I was joke, like, and he just... I was like, I don't remember them being shaped like that, and then I realized what you did. <laughs> yeah. I had this long moment where I was like, wait, are we talking about the same thing? Am I mistaking my yak backs? Oh my <laughs> is my yak back track uh, not working? So right? this Italian fellow's just yes, talking to his yak back. Uh, yeah. Um, so then the painter, he's got a driver who's been helping him out, and he's like the town drunk. And of course, the he tries to take this recording to the driver to play it for him. I guess because he's just like, oh, the spooky shit, dude. Um, uh, but it won't play for the driver. Um, Ooh, and then for some reason, the old teacher just disappears like she got a better job in another town so she left and this new teacher arrives so uh the painter is she a whore too yeah, yeah that uh, it's actually my note says old teacher gone new teacher he bangs in with the, <laughs> just like that Out with the old whore in with the new whore yeah uh, there's not really any like nudity in here though just you know so you guys know um uh, you just more lost. artsy <laughs> yeah um and so now we we, we kind of get the story from the driver of how the um the painter died. Uh, basically, he went crazy and he burned himself alive while staring at his crotch, and then he just ran off into the night. So he oh, probably he's not he probably had a life. bent dick. <laughs> Only fire <laughs> and immolation helped. In, actually, yeah. <laughs> but this was such a weird scene because, like, okay, I love an immolation, so this was just great for me. But like, it's so weird because yeah, he just he sets himself on fire, but just staring at his crotch, like. But they, they know this. The, I don't know. I guess maybe it's getting into that weird sex thing of Jallos, but they don't really ever go back to it. Um, so he lay, the driver lays out this whole story of how, like, you know, that the painter was weird and that killed himself, and like, but the town's like kind of covering it up for weird reasons, and they're saying that like basically he had these two sisters who had all this like power over the town, um, who are, are disappeared, but he says that they are still alive. <laughs> 
Um, and he tells him basically go to this house I'm and like like dig around, right? So he goes to this this other house on the the property um, where he's staying. Um, I guess it's kind of weird spatially. I don't understand if it's meant to be the exact same house or somewhere within the vicinity of the house or the drive. There's like a weird kind of like dreamlike quality to the geography in this movie where you're not sure like where the town is in relation to like the church or any basically any location where it is in relation to any other location, including like the interiors. It's kind of like, is that the inside of that building? Like it's, it's weird. Like kind of, like I said, dreamlike. Um, so anyway, the, the painter goes to that old house and he digs around and he finds up like, you know, if he finds buried bodies there and he has this moment where he freaks out and like you see him on the side of the house and that's where the house of the laughing windows because you see the windows and they have these weird like big painted lips around the windows. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so now the, the new teacher has been staying with him at the creepy house and um so the, the pastor had this like weird altar boy who's been like wait she just moved in with him like a day later yeah they're in love now i tell you like oh, this sweet. yeah that was fast. anyway he must have a great dick uh, yeah not curved at all no straight as an arrow <laughs> it's gonna be every 45 <laughs> seconds with that damn joke isn't it we might as well name <laughs> I just, the episode that curved dicks i i, I just that don't want my, you to that was my fault this time <laughs> I don't want you to cut out my curved dick segment, so I'm going to keep you... shoving it. Down. I'm going to shove it down your throats. Uh, I wish you had a yak back think... and we're just hitting play every 45 seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. Where was I? Um, it's your movie, man. They're in love. All right. So yeah. so this altar boy has been hanging around and being like occasionally weird. Um, now the altar boy turns up at the um, the house while the painter is away um and so he uh he rapes the teacher the altar boy yeah shouldn't he be the one getting raped i you know i would have even especially like you know back like the the, the jallos seem to be like it was always you know the, the priest um so maybe he should have been raped but um <laughs> he wasn't no maybe he should have i don't know i can't think i didn't get enough sleep um, you should have more beer. Yeah, <laughs> I, having this nasty mixed beer, and then I'll have this Budweiser oh. Copper Lager. Um, yeah. Okay, so now the painter comes back <laughs> to the house, and he goes up in the attic, and he he finds the teacher hanging by her wrists, and she's stabbed and and dead. So he runs to get the oh, cops, no. but naturally, when he gets there, the body has disappeared. Um. And so he tries showing them the house with the, the laughing windows and the buried bodies, (laughs) but the bodies are not there. Um, so he goes to the bar and he gets a call and it's her calling him to the, to the house. Um, she's dead. Right. But it turns out it's a recording luring him back to the house. The yak back. Um, so now I don't know. I don't know if, um, I should give away the ending now. Or in the bullet points. Uh, the ending's not really a bullet point, though, so I'll, I'll go ahead now. Um, okay. So he Wait, is the movie over? Yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> not movie. much okay. in my movie. Uh, like I said, he just moves boom, 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 boom from thing to thing. It's all about, like, the atmosphere of the movie. Oh, you're serious? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh wow, shit. okay. The whole movie he's been, like, trying to, like, because not a lot happens. He's just kind of, like, shit. trying to absorb the town and figure out what's going on. 
Um, and it, like yeah. I said, it's dreamlike. Like it just like it just moves. It flows. Um, so I just want to say thank thank God we went long in the beginning then to yeah, make up time. Just to fill the time. <laughs> um, so he gets back, and like, it turns out the sisters that we we were told were alive. They're there being all creepy, um, and you just see one of them in the face. And uh, she's really fucking creepy. Um, and they, they're kill, killing the altar boy for, for raping the woman and stuff. And um, yeah. their brother's Sweet. charred skeleton is kept in a giant formaldehyde jar. And what they're basically saying they're doing is that his spirit is still alive and they're killing people to give him the paints that he needs in his blood. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so they're, they're all fucked up and like, it's just really creepy scene too, because like the way they're dressed and the, these actresses are like on point, they are nasty. And just the scene, like the, the <laughs> effects of the, the charred body in this giant jar in the attic, as they're just like saying these really unsettling lines. Uh, it's just, it's awesome. Um, and then they cool. stab the painter and he runs away oh, <laughs> and he's going to the town like banging on doors and stuff but you know this whole town is all clammed up and about it and now no one's coming i wish this whole movie was like this ending yeah it's awesome it comes up yeah it's a great ending and so no one will come up to help him but like you know through the movie he's been talking with the pastor so he decides i'm gonna run to the church and you know talk to the pastor and get help and um early in the movie the um his restoration had been destroyed as he was like uncovering like faces of different characters because basically it's like a, a painting and he's uncovering debris and like restoring so like a lot of the fine detail is coming out and um part of it was destroyed now part of it was destroyed because it, it showed the um the sisters in the painting and that's why like someone came along and and destroyed it um to that end it would have revealed to him that the pastor is actually one of the sisters so what yeah he oh. runs to the church and basically oh. the end is the pastor he you know realizes the pastor is the sister and then the other sister whose face you saw earlier because remember you only saw one of their faces the, the in that scene the other one comes out and then like they, they cackle like fucking witches and you know the painter's dead and that's it so what? wait the the teachers were they anything like were they <clears throat> were they like witches or any shit? No. Oh, see, I was expecting them to be the ones when you started to say that. And there's not like, there's not actually like they, they act like witches. Now there's not anything actually like supernatural to it. Although it is like, like you have that almost that vibe, but the movie doesn't yeah. go there. You know what I mean? Uh, I thought it was okay, going to go yeah. like the Suspiria route or something where. No, they're not. Like, actually witches but there's a lot of like yeah like i said the supernatural undertones but nothing um explicit they're high school girls basically right? <laughs> yeah, they're yeah, not they're actually just... witches they just got the vibe yeah there you go and um that is poopy <laughs> avadi's the house with laughing windows <laughs> cool poopy All is right. yours gonna be 13 minutes also uh, mine might be uh, several times longer than that. <laughs> several so, times. So, yeah. I'm good. We'll see. I'm good. I'm All good. Right. Let's go. All right. So um, I will start off by saying that there's a split that I saw between whether my film is a giallo or not. But most people totally say it is. But there's a there's a few things I saw online that said it was like the cousin of giallo by simply calling it a uh, let's watch a pretty lady go nuts film. So uh, okay. you guys can pretty much decide on that. Well, well that's fine because mine's not really a traditional giallo either. 
mine had the same thing, like, but mine's in a different vein, but it's still, like, when I was watching, I was like, this seems like something else, but it's on every Jello list, so... Yeah, same with I think, mine. Yeah, I think like, it's, like, music genres that just kind of vibe together. Mine yeah. so. doesn't hit, like, all the tropes, except for the priest did it. Um, and even the director, uh, Poopy Avati, he's... <laughs> Poopy. I'm going to say as many times as I can. He's not, like, he's known, like, he he's a, an award-winning director who directed, like, all sorts of genres, and he's not really even known as a horror director. Scat he, films. He had one other, like, <laughs> big uh, horror movie called uh, Zetter, Zeter, or Revenge of the Dead, which I've not seen. Maybe Angus has. Or Eddie Zetter. Yep. He uh, directed some Pearl Jam music videos, which he won some awards for. <laughs> oh, Michael loved this. I was kind of like, because I, I knew my my yeah, I already do. my bit was short. Um, so I'm, I turned the page. So I'm sorry to jump into your movie when you started. Um, no, no. But just a um, a little uh, trivia about Poopy Avati, which Mike will <laughs> like, is that um, every time. Um, Bigfoot fetish. That, no, no. He started out like his career Wait, as a person Bigfoot? like <laughs> play, he like played in a you have a fetish <laughs> he played in a jazz band so like oh. at first he thought he was going to have a career in music like when he was young so he played in a jazz band professionally uh, but then basically he was kind of felt that he didn't have the talent to really pursue it lifelong so that's why he switched over to movies I would have loved to have went to a poopy in the Hepcaps. <laughs> Hep oh damn! I should have show. written. You know, he had a band name. Yeah, it wasn't like Poopy in the Wipes or something. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is, I think, my first film where I I know the char- the, the characters' names. So that's cool. Uh, the film starts with this woman named Jane. Uh, she's waking up and she looks like she's just been roofied. So she takes a. Uh, Takes a shower in her white shirt for some. Were reason. there any choir boys or that, <laughs> near <laughs> altar boys? No, no altar boys. It's just her <laughs> being naked in like a really sexy white shirt, just taking a shower with her shirt on. Uh, she has great nipples, great feet too. Um, <laughs> and then her, her boyfriend Richard comes home and gives her more drugs and calls her a good girl. Uh, then they fall asleep and they have sex. Uh, and then she freaks out when he's about to enter her. And just like sees people stabbing like her and stuff like that, and so they can't have sex. That's like so every that girl's first time. Chuckle. <laughs> I think she's had sex before, so I think there's some sort of something uh, wrong with her. I think. That you yeah, think? Yeah. It's not, not her first time. I'm not a psychologist. <laughs> oh, actually, I, I guess actually I guess, you are. <laughs> there is a psychologist coming up, but it turns out that uh, she did lose a baby, so I assume they had sex before. Uh, and the dude was like, the guy Richard was like, you know, it was my baby too, and I don't freaking lose my mind about it. Uh, Richard's but he was cool. nicer. Yeah, Richard's cool. He was pretty cool about <laughs> He's it. He's pretty so. awesome. Bro. I like him. Bro, He's level headed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, her and her sister start having a conversation about vitamins and how they shouldn't oh. be taken with, oh, with you doctor's have been orders. Livid that, yeah, I was going to say, that's yeah, your yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they said how like they're very bad for you, which made which did make me very angry. But it made me realize that that what they what they mean by vitamins is actually just a catch-all for psychoactive drugs. So I relax. Yeah, it's totally not like vitamin D they're talking about. Oh. So and for the record, you're not selling psychoactive drugs. Oh no, no, that would be cool. But no, you'd be I making a lot more money. Uh, yeah. 
we'd be doing this uh, in a fucking goes, studio if you're selling psychoactive yeah, drugs. Would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would fly Angus in every two weeks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing would be like we'd have to keep his tiger like down. Like you hear my dogs barking, we'd have to keep his tiger quiet. <laughs> No, I would totally have a little gorilla. So, oh, somebody's uh, kangaroo uh, got loose uh, near locally this week. Oh, okay. I, actually, I maybe met... maybe they'll bust through my window. Yeah, he has like a he he does like um, meat kangaroo things at like like kick pumpkin. things. No, I went to like a like um, a fall festival. Wait, who like... does? Is this imaginary me again, or are we talking in real life? No, 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 I met this guy. I went to like a fall festival. You met the kangaroo thing. Jack? I don't think wow. his name is Jack. It might be Jim. Kangaroo, kangaroo Jim. Well, he has like kangaroo, a kangaroo. That's the farm asylum and version like a petting of zoo, kangaroo. And he'll like bring the petting zoo part with like the animals you oh, can pet oh, okay, okay. to different events. Mm-hmm. And then he has like a little like meet a kangaroo excursion. And you see a kangaroo just kind of move around. And he had like a really tiny. Yeah, there's little... actually a guy like that in my town too, weirdly enough. So we guess, live almost in the same fucking town. It's probably the same kangaroo Jim. I was going to say, why do you guys have kangaroo men? This is fucking creepy. You have door-to-door kangaroo pet salesmen? No, like, like, door-to-door and ask if you want to like pet his kangaroo. That's just disturbing. I'd be like, nah, dude. That's all I'm imagining. I won't listen to anything else. I'm imagining this man like goes door-to-door yeah. Actually, I asking for money yes. to pet his kangaroo. Well, well my, my guy had the, had the, like, the, mar- the little monkey things, like marmosuits or whatever. Oh, marmosets. That have... They're yeah, Mummer says he had those all the time. I dated a girl who had one. He wore, and I hated it, it, it wore it a diaper too. It would like climb up uh-huh. on my shoulder and nuzzle me, and then bite my earlobe. Yeah, he was he was kind of smelly when he came in, but like not <laughs> the, like overly so. The not, man not, like, or the marmoset? So. I mean, the man, <laughs> the man, and the marmoset were together, so I don't know. In your house, he both bit you. No, no, at my work. <laughs> they, they, I, he always like came in and shopped and stuff. Um, was the, for, for not psychoactive drugs. I was going to say, oh, was the monkey buying good pills? Or? Yeah. <laughs> was he getting marmoset vitamins? How much vitamin D does a marmoset need daily? You should know. I, actually, I wouldn't know that. I don't, I've, I, that was my own one and only marmoset interaction. So. All right. I heard capuchins uh, are so even she, meaner yeah. than marmosets. I don't know. Hello and welcome to 16-Ounce Monkeys, <laughs> where you, we talk man. chimpanzees, oh. apes, and even gorillas. I hate you. All right, so back to my movie. We drink uh, Jane ale goes, and talk apes. Jane goes to a psychoanalyst's office and tells him that she had an abortion and lied about it and can't have sex anymore because every time she does, she sees a man stabbing her for her sins. I made the last part up, but she, she does see a man stabbing her. Uh, <laughs> I think it's loves the sin angle. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me off um, guard. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, I'm ass, I'm assuming because this dumb bitch is guilty about murdering a baby and lying to the father about it. Uh, I assume that's why she's having these nightmares. That's but I'm not a doctor, as TJ pointed awesome, out. Awesome, like uh-huh. bent. You know, like that's. I love that idea. Like not not in general, like just women going around. <laughs> but the story wise, like I think that's a great yeah, way yeah. to start with a character. Like that's their problem. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in, in the office waiting for the doctor, she also sees a blue eyed man, like a very intense blue eyed man, but nobody knows who he is. Um, she thinks that this not having sex and freaking out thing may be an issue between her and her boyfriend Richard. <laughs> And the do- the doctor does concur that uh, that that is a problem right. that might happen. He's very astute. Um, yeah, well read and astute. He, he, 
he tells her to come back and he tells her to stop taking Richard's uh, quote unquote vitamins. Um, <laughs> next up, D. we get a really cool train scene. Uh, like choo choo train, I mean. Oh, my love. Uh, fucking train! My son loves trains. <laughs> yeah, he would love it. Except, I like, probably in, not in 1970, 1970s Italy, apparently, like, trains go dark for half the time because it's the 70s and electricity sucks. Uh, but it's a really freaky as hell scene. And uh, there is a glove scene, the only glove scene in this movie, except it's just some eight year old kid who has this really amazing leather gloves that I'm really jealous of. And those are the only gloves in my movie. Uh, maybe we should get a, um, a screen cap of that to put on our Facebook because I'm really curious what's so special about this baby's okay, glove. Okay, yeah, I'll go. I'll go back and take a screen cap of it. Um, All right. It ter- when everyone when everyone leaves, the blue-eyed man from the earlier is also in the train, and she runs away from him because he isn't as handsome as he was in her dreams. Uh, so I, I, th- I mean, maybe Typical. other reasons, but I think that's why she ran away. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, she meets a really hot neighbor, uh, which apparently everyone in Italy is just fucking smoking hot. Apparently, yes. um, yeah, yeah. Then, she, then she goes they home age and decently burns the too. eggs. Do they? Yeah. Uh, Not as okay. good as uh, black she... people. They age the best, but that's right. I don't, I don't know if that's true, but I'll no, it's it very it. true. Yeah, it's totally yeah. true. Yeah. They're like. Um, they they don't age crack, from like so thirty sense. to seventy, and then they age. Oh, I would. That's a good time out. So, <laughs> did we ever talk um, about that though? Like how Blasians have it like right like in the middle, so like they have it perfectly because Asians age horribly. They they do. It's unfortunate. I'm sorry, Asians. I think Asian. Well, even though we're just talking about women, but like Asian men, I think age very well. I'm talking like, about they become men and distinguished. women. Oh, I not, only think of women and their looks. I only, yeah, well, I don't well, care I about mean, the way guys look. I guess I, I'm not checking out a lot of Asian men, but like you know, I see a lot of. Black <laughs> men. And, um, and, and what do you have against Asian men, TJ? Yeah, I, the I, fuck? I, guess I just you don't see them as frequently. Yeah, so TJ and Harvard <laughs> always just. Well. Like they said, right. I just don't see Asians. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. See, they're not people to me. Oh, I don't no, see that's them. Not where I was going with that? Damn. <laughs> Alright, so then she uh, she ends up going home, and uh, she burns her eggs, and she sees the oh. blue-eyed man out her window, and then she locks herself out of her own apartment, so bad times all around for this chick. While like her actual eggs are eggs, or the eggs in her? Oh, no, actual eggs. I think her oh, okay. eggs are still okay, but I'm not 100%. I don't know. Wait, are they okay fucking... or are they burned? This could be pivotal. Well, the... The eggs are done. We are we are now at a naked scene. Uh, we see her. But she's locked moving, outside of her awesome. apartment naked. No, no, like that. That eventually, that Richard comes back and lets her in. And everything's fine. Oh, okay. It's just her, you know, freak, freaking out. Uh, <laughs> she is, so Richard she's goes to see his. Always freaking out. He's just feeding her drugs. Yeah, she's been freaking out for a solid thirty minutes now. Um, <laughs> Uh, we we see her sister nude, uh, and Richard goes to see her, and like <laughs> she blames Richard for everything going Richard wrong. Richard goes to see her nude because. Because well no he goes to talk to her and she's just in the bathroom taking her clothes off and stuff. Oh yeah, that um, happened in a movie I, I watched and decided not to talk about. Yeah, naked people everywhere. Yeah, just hanging I mean, out like whatever. Naked. It turns out hold like on, Richard hold on, thinks. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. yeah. He he watched yeah. multiple movies and he chose the one that he had ten minutes of discussion on. Whoa, TJ. I was gonna watch <laughs> three, but I didn't have the time because I I was in between. I was really heavily in between the movie I did watch. And your advice is a locked room, and only I have the key. I thought one of um, you were gonna do that, so I saw it on YouTube. But I figured yeah, one of you were on doing YouTube. it. And I was gonna watch that and the House with the Laughing Windows. And then Mike was like 
saying he might do your advice. Um, so I, yeah. I backed down, but then, you know, obviously. You already saw, I thought you already saw it this way. I didn't see no, it. No, 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 no. But, and then, of course, Angus yeah. put up a fuss because he said that if Mike chose it, I would have a bias towards Mike's selling points because I already wanted to see the movie <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway. Oh, and yeah. in the midst of all this, um, that's, that's I a picked a topic story. because I'd been watching Jallos, you know, doing Lucio Fulci for my blog and such, and then just happening upon Deep Red. Um, well, happening upon it as if it's just a movie you stumble upon that's underground. Um, Voodoo had it for free. Voodoo has a f- several Jallos for free, at least as of this recording. I, and an, I watched another Hulu one. Hulu has a bunch. Hulu? Hulu has like oh. every like um, Lombardo Bava, Dario Argento movie, Fulci movie, like ever. I didn't know that. At least the last time I checked, they had like everything. Maybe I'll... Um, it was fun, like Cat in the Brain was on there. I was like, holy I, shit. I canceled my Hulu because I wasn't using it at all. But maybe now that um, Movie Pass is well, this dead, was like, I'll use my 10 bucks a month for Hulu. <laughs> it was like six months ago, so I don't know if they've changed oh. it since. Because mine's been deactivated. But I remember it had like every like Italian horror film you could think of. Oh, they had a great movie on there that I, I constantly recommend to Mike um, called Without. I'll, I'll plug that movie while we're here. Um, it's basically about this uh, girl who goes to an out-of-the-way house to care for a, um, an invalid, like, semi-comatose old man. And she basically, like, she gets lonely and weird. I don't want to say more. But that, that was a fun movie. Anyway, the other one I watched was The Case of the Bloody Iris that had people just randomly talking. There was a naked woman in, in a bathtub, actually, specifically. <laughs> I love that he now described three movies. I don't know which one to pick. Oh, let, let, me, uh, <laughs> let me flip through my notebook. No, Maybe I have something else no, I haven't mentioned. No, that's okay. So, uh, so Naked Sister and Richard, and we learned that, uh, that Richard thinks that it is his fault that she hadn't lost the baby. Because they had a crash where, like, they hit a tree. punched her right in the stomach, no, saying, no you get rid of that. this baby! <laughs> <laughs> so there was, there was a crash, so Richard blames for himself. So this just reiterates that Jane's a bitch. Um, oh, her hot oh, neighbor friend. That is sick, yes. Wow. Um, I thought, how sick? I don't know. Yeah, pretty that's sick, pretty bad. Like, he's blaming himself for this death of the child that she actually aborted and is lying to him about and letting him... Mm-hmm. feel guilty over well he's that's, yeah, that's that like because she's going he's like get over it well no because he's actually pretty like stoic about the whole thing and like because he does think it's his fault and then so like her him her going crazy he's just like he's kind of putting up with it but he's pretty like stoic about the whole thing he thinks so. it's his fault yeah 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 okay, totally because okay, okay. you know he she he had an abortion like right oh after so the her going incident, crazy so. like twist the knife on him too yeah but i he's Either not a good actor, or it just didn't matter whatsoever. Like that part of the story wasn't really <laughs> it probably told at didn't all. Matter because so. I assume people are going to start getting killed, so they probably it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not a character drama about <laughs> the death of a child and what it does to a couple. <laughs> Let's be real here. So, Mike, uh, Mike watched another na- Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Like, I'm, I'm sinking just, my teeth into this movie thing. as if it is this like really heartfelt character drama about this couple <laughs> trying to survive after the death of a child and lies about it. <laughs> Completely so, uh, forgetting her that hot... bodies are about to drop. <laughs> Let the bodies um, hit the float. It's com- It's coming. Uh, her hot neighbor friend tries to convince her to stop seeing her doctor, and instead she should go see her friends, whom I think are witches. 
and, oh, yeah, uh, witches. Oh, yeah. more yes. witches. And uh, James seems super interested, but I think she just has like a slight crush on her neighbor because she's really hot. Um, then on her way to a lawyer, Jane gets a dog skull thrown at her by the blue-eyed man in the stairway, and he tries he tries to fucking axe her to death, but he swings like a retard, and she runs away again. <laughs> that, um, that and this is just this guy's fucking scary because who the fuck has a has a dog skull just with them? It's crazy. <laughs> um, was it like so, uh, like an old like dog skull, like just completely like yeah. white, or was it like kind of like no, meat it was rotting? Like, or meaty. It could have been a couple months old. One of those kind of things. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like you know a, a science skull or anything. Science skull. Um, <laughs> instead of a coven, her neighbor takes her to a freaky sex cult with a goofy as fuck cult leader. He looks like the wizard on the cover of an NES game. Is the best way I can describe him. <laughs> Um, well, does he have a staff? He doesn't have a staff. He's missing a staff, but he has everything else. The pointy fucking beard, the weird-ass fucking long fingernails that are green and purple. Oh, you and he has shall cool, like, not fuck. He has, like, a cool robe and shit, and he's freaky as shit. Like, he just looks freaky. Um, uh, oh, we uh, we see her and her neighbor. They change dresses and walk down half, you know, naked downstairs, which was a really hot scene. Because, like, the, the, the camera lingers on their feet the uh, whole time, so it's uh, great yeah. for me. Um, then the wizard kills a dog for its blood, and the wizard casts a spell on the blood and drinks it, and then makes Jane drink it, and then some weird chanting and shit, and gypsy music starts playing, and uh, the hot neighbor chick uh, rips off her top, Jane's top, and starts making out with her, which is great. Some uh, of this was in an episode of King of the Hill. Where Bobby almost joined a bunch of warlocks, <laughs> and they I tried to make him drink dog blood. <laughs> Did a bunch of dudes start making out with him? Yes. <laughs> oh, they did right. a Family Guy too. I guess it's a common theme. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense. Um, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, and then uh, yeah, so everyone makes out with her, and then topless Jane, and then uh, the wizard fucks her. And the music is great, so I just want to reemphasize how great the gypsy chanting music is. And then while the wizard is uh, inside of her, we pan- <laughs> the we, we he put his staff in her. <laughs> yeah, he's got his staff out now, DJ. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we pan to her fucking Richard. So I guess the wizard, the you know, the wizard shit worked really well. Um, <laughs> so we're back to her being okay for a while. Then Wizard Dick the bl- cures anything. <laughs> yeah, everything. And dog blood. Don't dude, forget the dog blood. Dude, fuck your multivitamins. Wizard Dick is where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We used to know um, a guy online called Dick Wizard, right? Yeah. Oh, no, that's what we called him when we were trolling goth websites in high school. Yeah. <laughs> he was like Death Wizard or something. We called him Dick Death Wizard. Death Wizard. <laughs> Yeah, and then we made like funny memes yeah. of him. And then we got, we got IP, banned from every site. We got IP banned from like five different goth dating sites. <laughs> and the thing that sucks is I would have loved to have dated some of those girls, but I totally just went in with the fucking trolling to where I fucked myself over to where I couldn't get back in. Oh no! <laughs> so you these live, goofy. You live, you learn. These goofy wizard fucks bang the girls I was supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, These like fifty-year-old um, dudes who look like Terry Butler, <laughs> just long, long hair, <laughs> <laughs> big fat stomachs. 
Remember he was playing a guitar in his garage? Yes. With, like, I fucking he, all, his, garbage can his profile pic. Yeah, it's him like playing guitar next to a fucking trash can in the garage. And it wasn't plugged in. It was an electric guitar that had no plug. I guess this was the day before Instagram and just Snapchat filters. <laughs> just like, ah, oh, this is me next to a fucking trash can. Take me as I am, bitch. <laughs> uh so alright. So uh for a few minutes, James, James. Yes I didn't puke, no, I just I I'm not dying. I, okay. I just spit out the beer from my nose because how fucking stupid that we just brought that up. A fucking fourteen year old joke that nobody's gonna get. I politely uh, accepted it. Somebody oh, might remember gonegothic.com or what was Dark Star? Gone Goth, um, Vampire Freaks. Oh, I remember yeah. Vampire Freaks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I tripped off to there. That just made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Dick Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. So, um, Jane is okay for a few minutes, uh, but then, like, she sees the blue eyed man and runs away from him again. Um, and then so she decides to go back to the, uh, the sex cult and get fucked by everyone. And this happens like dozens of times. And we get this like uh, montage of the wizard fucking her. Mantage. And like, man, <laughs> and like, it's this weird like cult setting. And this, it just happens over and over and over again. Uh, and the next, yeah, like I said, the next few minutes is just her having like sexy time with the wizard man while everyone like sex cult dances around her and like a cool and she but at the end of it she gets a really cool new robe so i think it was all <laughs> a wizard robe no no it's like gray so it's like a sex slave robe uh, but it's just really nice it looks like silk or something or something like you know, a more expensive i don't know robe. okay <laughs> yeah yeah something like that uh and then uh so when that after she's done banging the wizard she kills her neighbor because the wizard tells her to uh, she oh. doesn't really want to but like the neighbor seems down for it completely. She's like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead and kill me. It's it's my time." Uh, so, so that happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't really talk about why, but it turns out that like to get to leave the cult, you have to die, and you have to bring somebody in that kills you. And so like it's her time to leave. And now this girl Jane is in the is in the cult. Um, and it turns out that the blue-eyed man is in the cult too. Shocking. And uh, him following her around was just a way to get her to join. Uh, and also, for some reason, like, the wizard takes off his wizard suit, and he puts on, like, a real suit, and he looks like Robert Downey Jr. Um, <laughs> with a pointy beard? Well, yeah, no, like, yeah, like, with a pointy beard. Like, he turned, like, imagine Robert Downey Jr. like 30 years ago. It's kind of what this wizard looks like. Oh, I thought it was, like, uh, Tony Stark wizard or something. <laughs> um... And then he tells, yeah, he tells her that's the only way to. She has to leave the cult, and now, now she's part of the cult, and she can't leave. Uh, but they just kind of let her go for some reason, and she ends up waking up in uh, in, in Richard's bed. Except Richard's out of town, and then uh, and then the blue-eyed man is there again and starts stabbing her. But this time she's just hallucinating. So this this time it's just in her head. Um, she does have a bunch of bruises and like weird cult tattoos on her all of a sudden. And then she goes to see a doctor who gives her more drugs and takes her to a secluded home so that his staff can, like, take care of her while, like, he tidies up the office. That's literally why he doesn't staff, stay right? with her. No, no, this is a doctor now. The ah, wizard is, uh, yeah, the wizard is gone. Um, like forever? So the blue... oh. No, no, he comes back. Oh, okay. So I got he's, he's sadder words yeah, have yeah. been spoken. 
he actually <laughs> I, okay so the wizard is gone he comes back as like to, you know tony stark uh, wizard <laughs> man or whatever Iron fuck, wizard. So. can we can we just Iron call him wizard. the wiz i i will yeah let's call him the wiz <laughs> Iron um, wiz. so the uh you'll never believe this but the blue-eyed fella uh, shows up at the uh at the doctor's office thing and uh, he tells her that her mother was in the cult too and that she died by the same knife that she used to kill the neighbor and um and then we find out that on his way to the house doctor the doctor was also killed by the blue-eyed man and then the blue-eyed man gets killed by richard when he's trying to kill jane so we get a big mess of plot very quickly and then richard takes jane back home uh then it turns out that her sister is also in the cult oh, and she Christ. wants and she wants to fuck Richard and tells her that Jane sucks and isn't good enough for him. And then so, she, so Richard, I swear to God, Richard shoots her in the pussy and she dies. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like she's just like getting close to him and groping him and like sexy talking him. And he's just looking in her eyes. But meanwhile, the camera pans to his hand and he's just like taking a, a, a gun out of a drawer. What kind of and gun? And he shoots her. I don't know. I don't know. A bazooka. Well. Uh, like. <laughs> like it's an AR-15 like, no, no, it's one, no, 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 it's this big piece of like honking metal it's just like a thick looking gun uh, you know, like thick and, and I don't was, know, I don't know guns that's all I got was it curved? it was a very straight gun uh, okay. <laughs> remarkably straight <laughs> so, <laughs> so the uh, rest of the film I have a hard time understanding what's happening it's either all a dream sequence or all it's just weirdly fucked um she kills richard and the wizard arrests her but he's a cop now Wait, and they take her they take her away but all the cups all the cups 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 all the cups are you Jesus, trying to pronounce to cops the police there you go but the police Pause. are in the sex cult too so sting and then, gets her and then the wizard <laughs> is once again the wizard again and kills jane except jane wakes up to richard in the hospital and it turns out all of that was actually real, except for her killing Richard and the wizard being a cop. Uh, her sister was actually the leader of the sex cult, and she did it to sell drugs. Uh, and that's basically the end, except Richard and the wizard man get into a fight, and the <laughs> wizard man gets thrown off the roof and dies, because that wasn't cliche yet. Was there then. a railing on the roof? No, he just punches Shit. him in the face and he falls. <laughs> And that's the end of my uh, Wizard Man sex cult movie. For for some reason, what was the I can't name of stop... it again? <laughs> uh, All the Colors of the Dark, which actually I haven't said yet, so that's the name of my movie. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think dark. you said it. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the name of my movie. <laughs> but now I just got the song Cop Wizard stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dress up like Dick Wizard for Christmas. <laughs> I just go around with a guitar and a trash can. Why Christmas? I <laughs> wait, yeah, wait. I was like, yeah, you dress up. For it Christmas. would be more fun that way, I guess. It would. You'd be the only one dressed up. You would basically just look like that yeah, in your life. Yeah. If you're out in public, you'd be like, oh. This guy's just got nobody for Christmas. My favorite part would be Mike wearing, like, the long wig. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. This was Italy. There's no wig. I have, I have perfect wizard hair. 
Wait, what? We're not in Italy, dude. I, the wizard was. Don't you know where you are? No, I don't. Let's continue. Yo, in the jungle, baby! <laughs> <laughs> are we ready? Yeah, so I'm ready. Let's Angus, hit it. Angus watched a movie. Resay that. So I heard uh, I re- Angus watched a movie. <laughs> I did. Oh, because I was I was keeping in all that wizard talk. Oh, oh we are <laughs> shit. Okay. Oh yeah. Well, it's, it's still it's still true that you also watched the movie. <laughs> it is, I suppose. A wizard who plays guitar in his garage next to a trash can, <laughs> overweight, and runs a goth dating website. He's just shredding fucking the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Dude, is I wish I knew Dick Wizard's real name because I want to look up like to see if he has a Facebook and still the same picture. Like, what's happened to this guy? <laughs> Dude, we forgot to mention like one other thing about that picture that's hilarious is like in the background with all the trash cans and shit. There was something there because he took it in MS Paint and like put like black marks over things to block it. Do you remember that? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, like, I don't remember that. there was, like, shit around the trash cans that he, like, <laughs> took a fucking paintbrush tool and, like, covered up. Like Enya albums or something? <laughs> Just to prove he's, like, true wizard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me put on my napalm death shirt and cover up the uh, <laughs> no he the Inya and he just spice girls he just put napalm death in the MS Paint like it's not even their real logo <laughs> it's spelled wrong <laughs> napalm death <laughs> all right I did watch a movie yeah, guys I about it I can't wait for you guys to talk about wrestling so I get lost <laughs> I've been out of it the whole episode I don't understand just anything. Oh, yeah, and then I get to prattle on my own, and you guys just don't talk. I, t- I always want to see how far parts. you go. I'm hoping you get like a seven to eight minute dialogue one day. Or monologue. <laughs> oh, I love going off topic, and then you guys don't bite. I'm just like, well, I'm in it now. Well, fuck, man. See, I suck for the... F- Whoever goes first, I'm always awful for. Because I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so no, it's not you. Like, when time. I go first, it's awful. It'll be my turn next time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't hit my stride until about, like, 30 minutes in. Nobody does. I love I don't going, like going first. first. It's, it's my least favorite position. We should just incorporate a fourth person who always goes first and just cut their shit. <laughs> <laughs> be like, hey, can we? Can you come in? Just talk about a movie for twenty minutes, hey, and then like, yeah, we can get, we can get, get, we can get different guests that, every time, and we continue on. Idea. No, get the guy you replaced <laughs> me with for fucking Event Horizon. <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> he has a lot more of a presence than you do. Fuck you. <laughs> so 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 our listeners might not oh, yeah. know that um you know because Ang- angus lives in a different state from us and we we have our annual event horizon month but it, it's not exclusive to the three of us so we or well, me we being me and mike specifically like to invite other people along and so yeah we did have another guest this year sometimes it's a bigger thing this time it was just one other person um and you know angus was with us 
through speakerphone. Well, the funny thing is, like, you, I thought that it was going to be somebody else, somebody I actually know. And then you were like, oh, it's this guy who you met nine years ago. Who <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. I was like, what the fuck? Like, how am I going to let loose, like, and actually talk when I don't know who the fuck this guy is? Like, it, it was awkward. I felt weird. You've met him? I you know, know him. Like, yeah, years ago. <laughs> He busted I, a like novelty candy cane. I remember on your that. Ass. I remember the candy cane more vividly than him. I mean, as, as well you as well <laughs> you should. Video yeah. of him doing it to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll share the video on the Facebook. Oh shit, we have it. Yeah. Oh god, no! Don't I do it. I want a candy cane. It'll go oh, good with my wizard thing I'm wearing at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a candy cane guitar. <laughs> like, candy cane, Michael. Uh, yes. It's going to have that curve. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre's disease, candy cane. Pierre's. Peroni. Whatever. All right, guys. Peroni. I watched a movie. Yeah? I did. Yeah, I fucking did. At 1 30 last you night. Tell us the title, unlike Michael? Yes. My movie is, well, um, I've had this Blu-ray for like fucking maybe three years. I've been wanting to watch it since I bought it. Um, Blue Underground released it, of course. One of my, like, they're they're up there in my top five of Blu-ray releasers. Probably three. I like Scream Factory and Arrow a lot. But anyways, I've had this movie. I've been sitting on it for a while, so I figured this would be the perfect time to watch it. It's a movie... That was actually, it was released on my birthday in 1987. <laughs> well, well n- not my actual birthday, just 1987. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Uh, <laughs> I'm going for a way, way callback. <laughs> That's for our old OG fans. Yeah. Anyways, the movie I picked is Stage Fright. Done by... Oh, I watched a movie called Stage Fright with Meatloaf in it. Was that the one, like, in the summer camp and shit? Yeah, I don't know if it's a remake of this stage. No, fight. no, no, it's not. But um, that was, like, 2014, maybe? 15? Yeah, that sounds about right. Who I forget who else was in it. There was an actress who the, the killer was, was like, a like, a kabuki a guy, right? Was he also a sergeant? I don't really remember it. <laughs> no. He had, like, a kabuki mask on, but it was, like, a musical, right? Um, it was a musical. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the same movie. Actually, I don't remember anything about it. Someone on Letterboxd recently liked my review of it, which I basically said, this has trope after trope after trope after trope, but it's a musical and Meatloaf is in it. I, I loved it. I thought it was really fun. <laughs> I think I gave it, like, uh, like you know, average three out of five. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it again, but when I watched it, I really did enjoy it. It's one of those ones that I was I like, mean, I should go back. Meatloaf is in it, and he I love well, Meatloaf. So, That's of course, all I, got. I gotta yeah. give points I for Meatloaf. I haven't watched that, I don't yeah. think. Uh, yeah. We all love Meatloaf. You, go for it. Maybe I'll rewatch right. it with you, Michael. We should all rewatch it. Every, yeah, let's talk about stage. Let's rewatch every let's November this episode right now. Rewatch it, and then we'll edit in us talking about the meatloaf stage fright. <laughs> Wait, no, I want to. Um, I want to explain my stage. Yeah, let's talk about Angus's stage fright. that didn't have meatloaf in it. I almost didn't make right. it to work today because of this fucking movie. <laughs> Would you wake up at four a.m. to watch it? Yes. Then you get a text. Yeah, he watched no. it at like three in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I literally did. I te- I texted you guys that. 
Oh, I, I didn't. I mean, like I, I told you guys, I didn't sleep. I like went to bed at like twelve thirty, and then like woke up at three a.m. Then you would have seen it right when I sent it, and then I woke up at for the you day. Had sex at, at three a.m. So it was quite a night. Yeah, it was just one of those oh, nights. Are you a wizard? Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did he say? Asked if you were a wizard. <laughs> <I> said, er... <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, partially. TJ. <laughs> All right, I'm just living that rock star life. My movie, Your movie. Stage by Fright. Angus. My movie, 1987. What? That's way past Giallo's time. I'm just kidding. I'm just no, they messing st- with it. They still went. It could still be a Giallo, <clears throat> especially depending on who directed it. Uh, the guy's name is Mikolai Soavi. Soavi. I thought it was gonna be Nikolai Peepee or Mikolai something. Mikolai Soavi. I don't know how to say it, but anyways, this guy, he was um, uh, shit. Oh, S-A-O-V-I? S-O-A-V-I, yes. Um, He was actually in Demons. He was an actor in Demons. He's like the one who had like the half mask kind of on his face, you know? Um, He also went on to direct Cemetery Man. That's, yeah, yep. That's like his biggest film, Cemetery Man. And um, The Church. And he worked... I like The Church. Yeah, me too. I liked um I liked Cemetery it more than Man. Cemetery Man. Cemetery is a huge cult classic. I, I really like the church well, more. I put Cemetery off Cemetery Man off because of you for a long time because you weren't that big of a fan when you saw it. So no. I waited and then when I watched it I was like, What the fuck? I really liked it. Uh it's just too trippy and kinda slow for me. I enjoyed it. But anyways, yeah, this guy like he was like basically the protege of Dario Argento and uh Bava. Like, he worked mm-hmm. with both of them for a long time, and um, Dario is actually the one that got him, like, a way to, like, help produce this movie, because this is his um, directorial debut. Like, he worked with him oh, on yeah. um, one of his movies. I forgot which one as, like, um, uh, the co-director and shit, and same thing with Bava. He worked with him on something as, like, a third director or something. But anyways... yeah. Um, These guys are all over each other's movies. Yeah. Er, so, my movie begins with just... It's a normal credit sequence, right? Like, just black with white credits and stuff. But, for some reason, you just hear the sound of drowning cats during it. Oh, no. Woo! Yeah. And, after the credits, you see just a little black cat walk by... And we're on the streets and shit. Dude, I keep fucking burping. <laughs> there's, That's gross. There's this, like, hooker on the street, right, that the black cat walks by. And she basically looks like a rude Cindy Lauper. <laughs> and, like, she's like... Cindy Lauper was looking good back in the day. Like, that movie, um, Vibes with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, this is, like, good-looking Cindy Lauper, but she's just kind of a bitch like people are shouting at her and she's like ignoring them like she's not a good hooker like the guy's like hey baby and then she's just like Ugh. <laughs> it's like you're not gonna get any business doing that cindy lopper what the fuck uh so she's just being all cunty faced <laughs> and there's like a little like oh, that's mike's favorite word <laughs> it gets me every time <laughs> That's why he giggled. It it made me happy to hear that. Yeah. That That and any hate speech. He's just (laughs) so giddy about. 
What do I hate? The greatest thing is hate hate speech against cunts. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Mike would write a hate speech dictionary where like he just writes you know like you give him like the normal like like woman and then he like he'll translate it into all like the horrible derogatory terms he could think of. But the thing is, he would love to I write that. that. But That's he wouldn't ridiculous. even know that he's doing it. He wouldn't know that he's what? being offensive. Oh, yeah, that's true. He just, like, he's like a, like a really old, he's like a baby boomer. He's just like, oh, whatever. That's what we used to call him. It didn't <laughs> mean anything. That's fair. That is a good description of me. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Fuck. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to get that out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, Mike as a baby boomer. <laughs> What? I thought they liked to be called Negroes. I don't know. (laughs) I do. Yeah, I disagree with that one. That's. (laughs) I'm not a racist baby boomer. I'm just. I've dated colored girls. Oh my god! (laughs) For several years at a time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) That was good. Mike quite famously likes black girls. (laughs) <laughs> or or did strongly prefer them now now you're now you're a little bit more open to all races yeah right? what except in your speech <laughs> yeah except in my speech <laughs> <laughs> i mean i still strongly dislike white american women so that's still a strong dislike that's on my a, part that's understandable though. Uh, i'm gonna have to cut that. this you, was that, yeah, yeah, was a, you can't that was say that too far <laughs> you can't say you strongly dislike any race mike i'm all gonna right. have to cut that <laughs> I agree with this one though. Like this is the only one I've ever agreed with. We're gonna we're gonna lose all our white female listeners. She stopped listening forever ago. I know. <laughs> that one quit. Alright, anyways, my fucking movie, man. So this bitch gets dragged into an alleyway and killed. Oh, no. And then all the neighbor the neighbors all come out and they're like, What happened? I guess it was what her time fuck? after time. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> uh. Shit. I got tears for that one. I hated oh. it so much. Oh, wow, no, that was, it was great. Time after that. It was it was good. Hated it. <laughs> that might be our end of episode zinger. <laughs> all right. So the neighbors are all like, "What the fuck is going on?" And they're all like going down the check and stuff. And all of a sudden, this, like, man in a black suit with an owl head leaps over them. Like, takes, like, a diving leap over everybody. And then jazz music starts playing. I'm out. Like, and he starts dancing his ass off. But it's, like, cool jazz because it's, like, kind of, like, spooky jazz. Saxy jags? Jags. Because the whole, like, um, the the soundtrack is, like, the typical... Like Italian, you know, kind of like creepy synthish stuff. Yeah. So, but it kind of mixed this one up to where yeah. it was like kind of like a fun, fast beat, you know? Okay. All right. So, like, now this owl man is just dancing like crazy and it starts to like back out and you can tell what it is. It's they're doing a play oh, called The Night okay. Owl. I was going to say, like, what do all those people think of this dancing owl? They started dancing oh, with him. Because it's a play. And that's why I was like, 
I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, yes, you, you find out, like, it's this whole play. Uh, wait, so Cynthia Lauper direct- isn't dead? Well, now you've just, you've just, no, she's just spoiled the, the whole movie for me by ruining that <laughs> that's opening That's good. That's scene. like, no, that's, that's a really good opening. It's literally all the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's kind of cool because my movie takes place in, like, two locations. That's it. Oh, cool. But with, like, all the sets and <laughs> stuff, it makes it different. in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. That's where we're going with your film. Dick Wizard's basement. Wild ride. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So the director is mad at the main whore, the Cindy Lauper-looking one. It, she's just wearing like a wig, by the way. Like they're all wearing wigs, and he's mad at her because she thinks she's not a good actor. The producer that's like investing all the money into this shit thinks the whole thing is like terrible and stupid. The director has this whole like like vision in his head of the movie or of the play where basically he wants the rapist to get raped. Like that's his big that's thing. Okay. He likes revenge fantasy. All right. Yes, okay, that yeah. sounds very uh, Italian. Yeah, so like he wants that the producers is like, "Oh shit, man, this is weird. My money's going to hell." <laughs> um so then the guy who's playing the owl like man. I signed up for just a, a casual owl killer play, not yeah. 120 days of Sodom. <laughs> 120 days of owls. Uh, the man playing the owl. <laughs> that actually sounds almost delightful. 120 yeah, days of owls. Yeah, you've got an owl, owl fetish, not the rest like, of us. The owls are creepy. Like a, yeah, you, like, um, a 90 minute cut of, like, you know, like a 120 time lapse days of, of owls in their nest and watching just the doing bit. what they do Sorry, i'll stop catching rats yeah. and shit mm-hmm. anyways the guy playing the owl is really gay like oh. extremely gay like he's very flamboyant everything he says is like oh my god honey and all that mm-hmm. shit like and he's just so so great. shall we shall we pause so mike can just get it out of his system so Shut we can just cut it whatever like Hate he's gonna. He's just the one calling women accidentally. Casually, how am I the bad guy? No. Yes. He. You called the last one a whore. You called your fucking your your fucking teacher a whore. He did. That was no no no. A character in my movie literally said that she was a whore. I passed no judgment on her. My director said she was a whore. Uh, Yes. See. Yeah. Angus also had a character specifically say. I, I would like to move whore, on whore. from this because I did not have a character call her a whore. That was definitely my uh, my my commentary, and I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So the bad whore actress. I can't wait for the tweets on the Twitter we don't have because Mike doesn't maintain it. And thank you You're for well, not I'm saving all our lives. I'm a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Twitter. No, no Twitter. Anyways. Without a cape. Uh, God damn it. That's, I, I'm, I made it through one paragraph. <laughs> That's all right. We're an hour and a half in. Yeah, we have time to kill. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Does anybody else have any stupid <laughs> shit nobody else will know about? Another two hours. Let's, Let's go. Let's, I want to hear more about Owlman. Bad whore actress. She leaves with her friend who is the... She's the lady... The wardrobe lady. And she like got hurt, the whore actress. And her friend takes her to a mental hospital because she she got her leg hurt and she just thought it was like a regular hospital she didn't know it was like a mental hospital and the woman at the front desk is saying you know that's not what this is right and then like the doctor comes up and he's like well what's the problem here and then 
he just goes and looks at her anyways because he's a good guy, I guess. And like, they're walking through the hallways, and this there's this crazy man in a bed, and he looks at the girl, and she gets all scared and shit. And then like they're talking to the doctor, he's telling her what's wrong, and then they were like, "Oh, what's up with that weird guy down there?" <clears throat> and the doctor explains that he's this actor that went crazy and killed like sixteen people. Oh. So, oh, he had a bad case of loving you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bad. All right. So they're, they're, they left, and then it's, like, panned onto the killer on the bed. They're like, ooh, he creeps me out. And then, like, it starts to, like, zoom out, and the guy's ooh. head moves over, and it's the orderly with a goddamn syringe in his neck. Girl. So... The crazy killer man is in their back seat while they're talking about him. Like, ooh, that guy was scary. He creeped me out. And then when they got back, the director fired both of them. Uh, the wardrobe lady's leaving. She's going out to her car and then, like, gets a fucking pickaxe right through her mouth. Yeah, like, it was pretty cool. Like, it was a good shot. Like, it just went straight through and she died. But then they show her with, like, the thing sticking out of the mouth, like, obnoxiously. Because it was like a giant pickaxe. Uh, the friend discovers the body. And then like all the cops come and stuff. And there's like a whole like media thing. Where they're like, oh my god, what's going on? Anyways, all the people in the play go back inside. And they're all sad because the lady's dead. And then the director, like that's when he gets to play. And he's like, oh no, no, we're still going on with the play. And I'm going to revise it. Because this play is going to be huge because somebody actually died here. One of our actresses died. They're like, she she wasn't an actress. Uh, yeah. I don't care. She was an actress now. This guy believes in, so his whole believes plan in is, his art. I like this guy. No. Nah. Yeah. yeah. No, he's giving it his this, all. He's solid. This is good. He's he's right. Yeah. He doesn't want this project to fail. Like He knows how much time the everybody's put. The show must go on. They're literally three days from opening. Oh, so you think of how much time would be wasted if you just let some bitch who got pickaxed ruin the whole thing. Yeah, people die on movies all the time. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not letting Resident ruin Evil a cool costume like Owlhead Man. So yeah, yeah like it's the yeah. greatest costume ever. Like if that went to waste like, and nobody saw it, shame. Right? And didn't you just say you said last time like somebody died making Resident Evil the final chapter? Yes, died and, and that dismemberment. Shit still came out. And that didn't even have, like, an Owlman killer dancing to jazz. No. Like, that is solid gold. It's, it's fucking fantastic. Like, I want to go see an Owlman dance. Like, I, I would go and, see and you, this And play. you know that this guy I is buy TJ an owl suit and have sorrow and grief of us. death in his hat. amazing. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, oddly enough, my wife has bought an, an owl suit for Halloween. For her? For you? What? Um, Oh, uh, no, for her. I'm uh, going to go as a, a lizard man. Dude, you're going to... This kid's show that my son he, likes, so my son is dressing as, like, the cat superhero, and I'm the lizard one, and my wife is the Can you borrow one. her outfit for us? The owl one is a girl. <laughs> if it'll fit, she got a Goodness. leotard. The way T, TJ's obsessed with owls makes me think he's going to fuck her while she wears the owl oh, suit at some point. You mean already? <laughs> he did it <laughs> no she hasn't gotten the whole costume together the leotard she got was so you've been edging this whole time just thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> all those feathers are gonna all stick together soon no it's just like a red leotard and a red cape and a mask an owl mask yeah that's it 
I hope it grows every year. It would be. <laughs> it grows. You know, like like this year, it's just, just that the costume like, grows. Like you want my wife to gain weight? What? No, like the costume, it just gets more elaborate every year. Uh, yeah, uh, until you become a full-on okay. fucking owl furry. <clears throat> While dressed up a as a man. gecko, a gecko. His, his name is Gecko. See, I like I lizards, so I probably end up fucking you. <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about my son's show. All right. Yes. So, uh, forgot where it was. Oh yeah, director said it's still going on. Um, now the gay owl man, he's like saying, you're not just gay owl man anymore. Your name is this. And it's the name of the guy who is actually the killer. And like, Gowl man. <laughs> and now there's the redhead whore. She's the one that took over Ooh. for the Cindy Lauper one. And her red hair. This is great. It went from like Cindy Lauper to a redhead. These are like things I like. <laughs> So she's in like the wardrobe room and she's undressing, right? And then she takes off her clothes, but it's hilarious because like she's wearing these oh. giant fake tit bras. Like tit they're, bras? They're, I don't. You know that memory foam that's in like fucking beds? Yeah. It's like okay. that, but it looks like they put like rubber bands on it to make them giant balls. They put it on her tits. They put them over her tits <laughs> because then when she actually takes her top off. She has, like, no tits. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, so she's wearing, like, stunt tits. Yes. And then in the movie, she takes the stunt tits off. Yes. like on So, like, the in... stunt tits are for when she's on the stage and yes. she takes her... St- That's pretty funny. Play yeah. tits. It's <laughs> <laughs> not like your double entendre there. That's good. <laughs> All right. She feels like she's being watched and stuff, and she's starting to freak out. And then, like, everybody comes in because they hear her. in my fucking head, and we already talked about that song. What? Oh, somebody's watching me. I'm not doing it again. So she's getting scared, and then everybody runs in, and then they blame the gay guy for scaring her. And he's like, I didn't do it. (laughs) You said it. It wasn't me. I swear. You sound like TJ when you talk like a gay man. (laughs) Except TJ doesn't sound gay at all. Excuse (laughs) me? Is that how you hear no, him? I, yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't really? sound gay at all, except you sound like TJ when you're trying to be a gay man. I mean, I know you don't listen to these episodes, so you don't like have an idea how our, all our voices sound together, but I do listen to the episodes, and I know for a goddamn fact I don't sound well, like that. You know, perception is key, is all I'll have to say. So my movie, they had all these like windows that laughed? <laughs> And I didn't. <laughs> you know what, Mike? You know what, Mike? I am bringing that voice in the next episode. I'm just sinking us. Episode 18, the, where we jump the shark. And I talk like this all no, the you time see, that's not a, about my oh, movie. Oh, that is how it te- I watch a lot of That's exactly of how I hear This is great. Honestly, yeah, he's doing a great impression of me impersonating him. This is getting too meta. If you don't mind, I'd like to go off topic and talk about this movie I watched called Without. We're not not on episode eighteen yet, so let's uh, let's let's focus on his movie at seventeen. Well, let's think about episode eighteen. It's coming for you, Mike, and it's all your (laughs) fault. Oh man, if I did this to imagine all the hate speech from Mike. (laughs) And it would actually be hate speech by, like, 
minute three. <laughs> Hate for yeah, me, yeah. but you know. All right. Um, I won't do gay man, gay TJ voice anymore. <laughs> so later on, um, the gay guy's in the mirror and he's like all excited now because like his character actually has a name and stuff. And he's like, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Irving Wallace. And then he bows down. And then like when he bows, the guy in the owl suit is behind him. Some guy stole his owl suit and is standing right behind him. It's scary. Ah! Yes. Now there's another girl doing her rehearsal and no one can find the gay guy. And then the owl comes out like while sh- they're doing their number. Hootie hoo! <laughs> and the one girl starts yelling, like the main girl, the one who got fired, but she's still there, um, starts yelling, that's not Brett, that's not Brett. Brett is the gay guy. And the director is telling her to just shut up. And she's like, that's not Brett. And he's like, shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And then the owl just starts choking this woman in front of everybody. (laughs) And they're like, man, he's a really good actor. So is she. Because he's like actually choking her. And then he just starts stabbing her with a knife. And they're like, wow, that's really good effects. And then like he just runs away. (laughs) And then they find out she's actually dead. So now they're all terrified. They go to call the police, but the phone lines have been cut. The doors are locked because they locked it. Like he. Oh, it's demons now. No, no, no. The the director had yeah. the lock, right? He told the lady who just got killed to go lock the door because she didn't want it. He didn't want anybody coming in because there was a murderer out there. But since she's dead, mm. they don't know where the key is now. Cause she didn't have it on her. Oh. No, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So now they all split up to go find the key. Um, the producer runs into the owl guy and he just starts offering him money and then he gets stabbed. Why do you give him money? Um, cause he was trying to bribe him. He, he was stopped like, killing my actors. <laughs> well, he was just like, let me go and I'll give you some twenties. Like he, he honestly didn't even flash that much money. <laughs> like, <laughs> He like offered well, him like forty six bucks to George not die. George Washington, <laughs> or his other friend, George Washington. I got an Abe Lincoln here. He pulls out a penny. <laughs> uh, so now um, the director and one of the actors go looking for the key while leaving all the girls in a room with the production assistant, and the killer tries to go into that room like try to break in and they're all blocking the door except one girl who's like just fucking going bachelor like, ah, ah, giant eyes and shit they she won't stop yelling and not even get close to the door or help in any way a hand breaks through like fucking friday the 13th and just grabs the guy and like holds him against the door and then like a giant drill press comes through and just starts going through his stomach and then after that, they all see the owl man on the rafters, like up top. So they run up to chase him. And at this point, I'm just hoping for a railing kill. <laughs> like, that's all I want. Because there's, yeah. there's five people on yeah. a railing and a killer. Like, somebody ooh, has to ooh, go flying ooh, off that ooh, fucking ooh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> While he's yelling, hootie hoo. I, like I feel like it's not going to happen, though. It doesn't happen, sadly. What the 
Fuck! Yeah. I, I guess it was his directorial debut. <laughs> debut. say. So, debut. <laughs> his directorial debut. So, he just didn't know that you had to have the railing, railing kill. kill yeah. So, okay, I'll, for, I, I'll forgive it, but it's a flaw. I feel the same way. Uh, the director sees the owl man and, like, he axes him, right? Like, he hits him with the axe <laughs> and kills him. Okay. But it turns out it was the gay man, Brett, with a co- he had the costume on while tied up. Oh, no. So the killer tied oh, him that up. that happened in Mission Impossible 2. Maybe John Woo got the idea from this movie. I guarantee you he did. Yeah. Uh, now that screaming bitch girl who was just annoying, like, got pulled through the floor. And one of the guys is, like, trying to lift her back up. And she's screaming, and then he finally gets her up, but her entire bottom half is missing now, and her organs are just nice. hanging out. Oh, like, nice. really graphic, too. Like, just fucking bloody as shit. Um, the guy is, like, all pissed off now, so he jumps down to go get him, to go kill the owl man, and then he just gets chainsawed out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, re- like, just <laughs> fucking right through him. Like, he should have heard that. It, well, the guy the guy started the chainsaw as soon as he jumped down. Like, the owl started uh, when he got okay. down there. He didn't know that he oh, had that's, it. That's pretty confident that the thing's going to start on the, the first try. I wonder mm. what brand that is. It was a... Fuck, I don't know any brands. <laughs> I used Blind to have Decker. a chainsaw, and I was going to say it, but I forgot. Anyway, so now the director is, like, scared, and he throws a girl at the guy. At the owl man. (laughs) (laughs) And then she gets cut by it, like, right across, like, her shoulder and shit. Mm -hmm. And when he throws her, it's kind of fun because she, like, falls, like, cut, but her titty falls out. (laughs) And it's just one. So it (laughs) seemed like it wasn't supposed to. So it seemed Uh, like it was just something, like, they caught on camera and they're like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, we're using that. We got a tit well, shot. Yes. We got a free tit shot. We must fellas. use the one where the breast was seen. <laughs> use that shot. <laughs> it is the best. Mwah. Not because of the breast, but because of the breast. The... You know. <laughs> your your fun voice there was too good that I didn't want to compete with it. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all wouldn't touch my Indians. I won't touch your fucking Italian director. <laughs> Is 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 my debut, so need more of the breast. You, you understand? <laughs> I like that you even went in breast. <laughs> That's totally what he'd say. All right, director, he gets his fucking arm cut off with the chainsaw, and nice. He's like, like the chainsaw breaks down. So oh, then the guy I've been excited. I just realized I was excited for every chainsaw kill. Every time you oh he gets it with a chainsaw. Nice. Nice. <laughs> well the chainsaw time. F- finally breaks down after like slitting three people. So then he just Not takes nice. an axe and like chops the director's head off. Mm. Our main girl finds the girl that was cut and she's just bleeding inside of a shower. And then she hears something coming, so she hides in the shower next to her. While the owl man like just finishes killing off the other girl, and then the main girl like runs out afterwards and she finds a gun. The owl man like arranged all the bodies across the stage in like a fun way, and he's just kind of mm-hmm. sitting there like in a chair, just staring. This guy's a fucking genius. While all these 
Dude, it it this yeah. scene is like so beautifully shot. Like I I can't describe it in the words, but like the way he's sitting there with all the dead bodies is like arranged perfectly. And then like there's like these little like um feathers like just like kind of floating down like very wow. like it's very scenic artistically yeah. while he's just sitting there staring like into nothingness. It's and it's just like this giant owl head. You can't see his real eyes or anything. It's just it's a fucking mm. great shot. So nice. she sees that the key is there, like near him in the on the floorboard. It's like kind of sticking out, like it got stuck in between the like the floorboards. So she goes under it and tries to get it, but like this cat hears her, that black cat from before. Whose name is Lucifer, by the way. I forgot to mention that. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Because they're like, Lucifer, where are you? And stuff. So anyways, the cat makes sounds, and then the owl grabs her. And then she tries to shoot him, but there's no bullets in it. So she grabs a screwdriver off the ground. That would have really helped Brandon Lee. (laughs) That's so sad. (laughs) What, too soon? Yeah. (laughs) That's really sad. But think about this, then we wouldn't have had Edward Furlong Crow. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've one of the absolute worst movies I've ever seen. That movie is worse than movies I've just turned off. I've never seen it. I've only seen one and two. Like I can't bring myself uh, to watch three and four of that, uh, and I can't three bring. Three is you. You can get through three before I. I don't know how I watched the whole thing. I guess because I was twenty at the time. Um, but it's it's left a mark. It scarred me, and it, that was so 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 bad. Who plays him in three? Like a nobody, but uh, Kirsten Dunst is in that movie. Uh, three or four? Three. Okay. Well, I was gonna say like three and four of the Crow. I've never watched, and it's the same reason. Um, like I won't watch. Um, Wishmaster three and four. Tara Reed is in four, and I feel Ugh. like that's one of those shitty early two thousand movies that like um, Michael Madsen had to have been in. I just I just feel like he's <laughs> he, in it. He he was in all those shitty movies. He I mean he maybe he's not, but like he should have been if he wasn't. I'm not gonna look at this up. I'm gonna just pre- I, he he was. Let the angry tweets come it. to our Twitter that we don't look at. Okay. All right, she stabs him in the eye with a screwdriver, and then they're up on the rafters. He falls over the rafters, hey, the railings. Everyone's happy. Finally. Yes, but he catches a cord on his way down. Oh. Mm. So he starts climbing up it, right? And she's got an axe, and she just starts chopping it. And she, like, he's about to get to the top, and then she finally chops it. He falls through a table, like, that's down there. And like a really long, hard fall. Like it looked like it looked like the stuntman missed his mark because it looked like he was supposed to hit the table fully and like kind of break his fall, but he only hit the table with his head. The rest of his body hit the ground. So I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but it didn't look like it was. It looked like he missed his mark. You know, when you said he took a long, hard fall through the table, like, and before you said stuntman, I totally thought it was going to be a wrestling reference. (laughs) I should (laughs) have. Fuck. Like Jeff Hardy last week when he broke his fucking neck or whatever. (laughs) Do you know about that, Mike? Uh, I didn't know he broke his neck again. He did something. (laughs) 
I didn't I, I didn't watch it or anything, but I saw people like posting like prayers for Jeff Hardy because like apparently he like fucking fucked up a thing off a ladder through a table and like broke like something in his back or neck. They said he was just puking up blood right there mm-hmm. on the Whoa, fucking thing. That's awesome. I missed it, no. Yeah. Alright, so Jeff Hardy falls off the thing. Yeah. Jeff Hardy Owl. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Hardy owl. So she, she's she got him and everything, and then walks by, and then like he just grabs her. So then she, um, grabs her, and then he throws a flaming garbage can at her. Oh, that's a real dick wizard move. <laughs> <laughs> and he escapes. Or no, she escapes. Fuck, I forgot how I wrote this. All right, anyways, he she escapes, not him. He's dead. She threw the flaming can on him. He caught on fire. That's what happened. So now there's a whole media circus and everything. Um, she's in the mental hospital now being checked out. And then she realizes she dropped her watch along the, like, in there. So she goes back to the fucking, the studio and she runs into Willie, For a who's fucking like, "Watch after surviving it's, that." It's a, it's a very important watch. And she, the fuck, she runs into Willie, who's like the janitor there. He's like an old black man who loves to talk, and he's saying like, "Oh boy, like y- you should have just taken the safety off that gun. You would have killed him." And he keeps saying that, <laughs> right? Because that's what was wrong. Like she didn't, she had it the safety on. That's why she didn't get to shoot him. And he's like, "Oh man." I'm not supposed to let you in, but okay. Even though there were eight bodies found and she was like, wait, what? Eight bodies. And then she did the count of everybody. And the eight bodies was just her friends, not the killer. Oh no. So then she was like, Oh my God, the killer is right behind her. And she's like freaking out. Cause he's ready to kill her. And then Willie shoots him right between the eyes and keeps going the safety. See the safety wasn't on. I got him right between the eyes, right between the eyes. Can you believe that? Got him right between the eyes. He says, he says right between the eyes. I'm not exaggerating. 64 fucking times. <laughs> 64. <laughs> click, 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 click on the counter. <laughs> I was like, I had like one of those little clickers every time he said, between the yeah. eyes. Right between the eyes. And that is stage fright. Nice. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so those are our movies. It's time to move on to where we all tell our best bullet points, as you might guess. That's just the best parts about each of our movies. So I went first um, with The House with Laughing Windows. Um, So as you kind of gathered from my short explanation of the movie, not a lot happens, but it's like, it's all about atmosphere. Like, there's just like, just dread and like mystery. It's all about us. All about us. All about ass. All about, not ass, ass. <laughs> anyway, I can't sing atmosphere into that song. Um, so like the whole time, like you're, you're, you are constantly like stuck wondering like what, what exactly is going on in this movie, even though there's, there's not a lot of like nudity or graphic violence, like most shallows. Um, but like, it's just, just, yeah, like weirdness to it. And I did say that it's like dreamlike 
because it definitely is the way it flows. Like it's paced very quickly for not a lot happening. Um, it also looks really good. Like if you Google the movie, you'll probably come up with the uh, screen cap of the uh, main character by the the house of the laugh or the the laughing windows where he's basically standing uh you know in the yard and the house is there in the background and you see these creepy lips painted on the windows it is shot really well and um, i actually read a review on letterbox where it basically said it's kind of like um italy's version of the wicker man where basically it's all about like the mystery and the the weirdness oh dude um so hold on i just googled it there is some really creepy looking shit Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, the like, image it, search it is, is pretty cool. Thoroughly creepy. Also, those opening credits, like, I see your tortured like, Jesus uh, man. Right. Yeah. Like, like I, I wouldn't say I'm exactly sensitive. I don't watch a lot of really graphic horror anymore, like I used to. So I'm like kind of more naive about the, or not naive, but innocent about these things than I used to be, and more sensitive. Um, but like, usually not excessively so but like that opening like really like got to me i was like watching it thinking maybe i'll just watch that that other movie i was thinking about i actually almost like got too skittish about it just from the opening how like just disturbing and how under your skin that's weird it's just from just weird images of a guy and not even like excessively gory like the guy's just getting cut but like the the color that was used and the heavy shadowing and the sound of it considering the movie i know you've watched it, that is strange. Yeah, that you those would feel opening that credits, way. It, they're gonna stay with me for a long time. Just those opening credits, and then, of course, like I said, like it all builds to that ending, like the the very very end. That's it may be a little bit more typical horror movie, but that scene where he's in the attic, and then the two sisters are there with the weird like there's a weird corpse in a tank. And just the things that she says and the way that she says them. And she's like gleeful as she says all this. Like, I mean, that's typical of horror. Like they're gleeful, but they're like, she really sells it. Like I said, these actresses were on point and it's just that, that ending too, that, that scene up there in that attic and the opening of that movie is, are things that will stay with you. So like I said, this is not a lot happens in the movie, but it does have a lasting like presence after you watch it. What would you say is the movie that like kind of like stuck with you the longest, like with like that kind of shit, like just overall weird, creepy, gross, disgusting, whatever. You've got to know the answer to this. Is it Eraserhead? Of course it's Eraserhead. Okay. okay, okay. We got way too drunk. <laughs> and at like what? Four in the morning. We, we, was, we, we yeah. used to, we used to go over to Mike's place, Mike's apartment, as we called it. Um, I don't know if that's still a thing, but, you know. Um, if, if it was we 12 years Mike. ago, that's hilarious, people. Because yeah. we would invite somebody, girls somebody over to a Mike apart- uh, Mike's apartment. Yeah, don't, somebody remembers Mike's apartment. So <laughs> we, we went to Mike's apartment like four nights a week. And um, <laughs> we so lived there. Happened, we, we, yeah, Mike, Mike basically went about his life because Mike was a grown-ass man at this time. <laughs> Angus and I were just out of high school. Yeah, like we were so 18, Mike went about his, <laughs> like just crashing yeah. at his apartment. <laughs> As he, he was 21, and we would, we'd hang out, and yes, we drank when we were underage. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> but we would we would do all-nighters, me and Angus. But Mike had to work at 9.30. So <laughs> when we're at 5 a.m., just 
blasted watching Eraserhead, and because we're so drunk and it's so late in the night. Hold on, is that the same night like we mixed every alcohol bottle that was like drips left in his apartment? No. Yeah, all the nights blend together. That's it was a separate I don't think night. so. Because uh, I thought that was the same beca- night. No, shit. yeah, it was a separate night. Um that night we didn't bother Mike. We actually we were quiet. Probably because the eraser head incident happened recently. And but yeah, to to finish that story off, Mike, you know, I, I, I think we at should a save that age, story. I think your... It's a good story for a later time. But I could be wrong. Which one? Right, we'll hold on to it then. I'll, the the mixing the, I'll yeah, yeah, there is a story. So it's story. 5 a.m. And Mike's got to, you know, Mike would get drunk and stay up till maybe one or two, and then he'd sleep it off and go to be at work at 9:30. Um, so it must be like four or five in the morning, and we're watching Eraserhead and just beyond our limits. And Angus and I are just bawling. <laughs> Weird. And we've seen the movie before. Yeah, we watched it. Oh, this wasn't <laughs> your first time. This is time? a repeat viewing. Oh, no, right. no, that's what was so this fucked up. A, this is a repeat viewing, and we're like I said, we are beyond our limits, so we are bawling, holding each other in <laughs> no, fear. On my couch. No, we're grasping. <laughs> we're literally on like, Mike's couch, holding each other yeah, in like clutching. a grip. We are in just, a ball of Angus and TJ, as just one ball of panic, watching Eraserhead, tears. We are crying tears. Of fear, tears for fears, and we're shouting, <laughs> shouting out loud. We let it all out, and Mike opens his door. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I have to go to work. And he's and, and he sees us cuddled together, we, <laughs> crying. Yeah, we're cuddled. We are as close as we can be without penetration, <laughs> Just, like one mass. And we look up at him, and we point at the TV playing Eraserhead, and we say to Mike, (laughs) and he just says, fucking whatever, (laughs) and goes back to his room. I I really wish you were there for that experience, Mike, because it was terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wish you were part with us. <laughs> Especially because like it wasn't the first time we saw it, but like I said, we were so drunk because so we knew it was coming up, and we were like triply afraid of the next image that we were gonna see. So, like so, knowing what was gonna happen made it even worse because yeah, that movie is so weird. So that that's the movie that would have that has the most staying power like that for me. Is yours the same? Uh. I don't know, like, Salo fucking is one of those ones that stuck with me, and so is Serbian film, like... Yeah, I'm not gonna watch either. I've, I've opted out of both of those. Me myself. and Mike watched Serbian together. Yeah, great. For the first time. Mm-hmm. And, like, it, it was funny, because, like, we watched the uncensored version, like, the completely uncensored... We were, like, cheerleaders <laughs> but then, the whole time watching it. It was fantastic. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah, what, what's, what's hilarious is I opted to not see that movie, and I just casually walked in and was like, oh, yeah, I, I know you guys are watching this. What part are you on? Oh, right, the part that is actually the most <laughs> fucked up part of the whole movie is the part I just bumble into when I've already decided not to watch the movie. So, yeah, that part has stayed with me, too. But the, the funny thing is, like, I watched that completely uncut version with Mike, and it didn't affect me as much as the second time I watched it with, like, I think Jesse, and we watched, like, a, a an uncut 
but semi cut version where it cut out like of course the baby scene and then right. like a certain blood scene and I don't know like it affected me more that second time cuz like I guess me mm. and Mike were sitting there joking that it looked like fucking um David Spade the whole time Oh my god that's right <laughs> So it had less of an effect like cuz we were just sitting there laughing that David Spade was like this fucking crazy porn star but then when I watched it without Mike, it was more disturbing. So it's like weird. Like it's I always a second that, yeah. viewing. Yeah. The second viewing fucks you up more. What about you, Mike? Anything while we're here? I, mean, I guess it would have to be that one. Uh, or to be honest, Mother. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really liked Mother. And it was fucking wild. But I would probably have to say uh, oh. the newborn porn in the... Uh, in, the, in, the, in that movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Serbian film. Yeah, yeah, that is probably goes goes down in history as yeah one of the most yeah I've made messed up scarring scenes. I made film. Jesse watch that movie twice and she cried oh, both no. times. Oh, oh. <laughs> Why would she watch it a second time? That's her own fault. She she actually honestly. she likes the movie, but it is yeah. like it, it's one of those movies that just fucks yeah, you up. Well. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you people rewatch up, and that that is I still haven't I, I seen think it. Up so, is one of those I heard it's miserably sad, yeah. sad I, movies. I've only seen the beginning. Yeah. Then of you it. cried and stopped. No, I laughed and was like, "Oh, oh man, yeah. this movie's gonna be a hoot." <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and they they come back, they they call back to that beginning, of course. You know, it's a story, it's an arc, and it, it's yeah, it's miserably sad. I I re I I only rewatched it because I have a two year old. And uh, you know what? Thankfully, he didn't care for the movie. He went off and played and didn't watch it. Because normally he'll sit down and just stare. And this movie, nope. So I'm like, okay, cool. I hate when no, like I have to watch this one again. I hate when Disney movies like actually have like like horrible emotions behind them, like that make you feel bad. Oh yeah, like no, come on, I don't want that. Like, 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 like most cars. of them involve parents dying, which is like the most horrific thing the for a child. Cable guy over that shit any day. The so I I also have a selling point for my film. <laughs> oh God, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you're doing. Yeah, we're doing a show. I thought here, we were so. just having a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'll cut it. I'll cut all. No, of it. no don't. Yeah, I like it. A sh- literally, no one's listening. It doesn't matter. I love. I like it. I like uh, it for austerity yeah. purposes. So. Um. <laughs> we'll actually go over two hours now. Uh, oh, we're well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, so to basically my, my selling point is the very beginning of the film. Cause it kind of bamboozled me to start because it begins with like a five minute sunset in a swamp with like a monkey noises and other swamp noises and like, you know, probably owls and crickets. monkeys live in the swamp in Florida. They do. So I guess Florida swamp monkeys. Wait, there's monkeys in Florida? Yeah, there was in like 1940s they shot Tarzan the movie there and like all their monkeys escaped. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, that 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 is a a a singular example. They don't <laughs> just exist. That is They brought them in for a movie. Well, in park. my neck of the woods on Earth, there are I, monkeys in swamps. No, not in your <laughs> there neck are of the woods. No monkeys in Royal Palm. <laughs> no, there I only in that like traveling monkey pet zoo man <laughs> the mama suits or whatever <laughs> no yeah mike's it, just thinking so, of that guy <laughs> no 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 so, they so run the wild guys telling, i swear the story he's telling is of a place that i went which is how no he that's knows not true it. i knew about it before <laughs> i actually told you this story when you told me you're going uh, excuse me let me Please, tell my story oh, fuck you. is it 
Please tell me it's Castle Cave or wherever the fuck you guys kept talking about. No, no, about. no, no. It's not. It's not south near Miami. It's uh, up near the. Um, it's. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, tell the monkey story. Shawnee. It's near the Shawnee River. Anyway, yeah. So Mike was right. They came and they they um, came. They, they conquered. They brought all these these uh, rhesus rhesus monkeys for a target. Oh, I love their pieces. Um, and then a storm or a hurricane hit. Yeah. And these monkeys, which were caged, like the storm blew open the cages. Now we have monkeys in swamps. However many monkeys they had, all escaped. <laughs> and in this one area that is a state park. And really not the, even a swamp, um, to be honest. The colony has thrived. And you, you like you canoe down and, yeah, you'll you'll be near them. And, you know, don't go near them because they're, they're pretty snarling so, animals. But uh, it's pretty cool. You can canoe and see so monkeys. Possibly. They're pretty. They're Reese's are pretty Possib- good size. Possibly the too, beginning was either not in a swamp. I like the big. Or cuts. maybe didn't have monkeys. I mean, there were a lot of noises that begin it. It was a. It was a quite a few minutes shot. So anyway, so that that's how the movie started. Like it's just that, and then a lot of you know it, it's it had. So, so hold on, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Was your movie set in Florida? No, no, it was totally Italy. Or just open no. in Florida. Oh, what the fuck? It you said there's plenty of monkeys State in Park. Florida. I thought oh, it was in Florida. Yeah, no, no, there was. It's not in Florida. No, sorry. That's. I was just using. Why'd you even bring it up? Because I was making a monkey noise, and I was called uh. out for monkey noises in swamps, and so I brought up Florida monkeys. <laughs> well, I'll take this moment to say, yeah, go, everybody, go visit Silver Springs, <laughs> Silver Spring State Park if you want to see monkeys in Florida. They're not anywhere else, as Mike supposes. <laughs> Um, but they are definitely there when you go canoeing. You'll see them. So monkeys. after the uh, three or four minute swamp. What did Tarzan have to do with anything? That's how the monkeys got loose. <laughs> that's where the monkeys. Yeah, that's where <laughs> Tarzan the monkeys brought came monkeys from. to Florida. In the 1930s. A 1930s Tarzan film production. <laughs> all right, I'm good. I'm good. I get it. I get it. The monkeys specifically got loose. So it okay. goes from the. Uh, now everyone's heard the story four times. Sh- everyone being our one. You mean us when we listener? listen back. Hello? Oh. You mean yeah, me and Angus? I, so. Shut up. Me when I, I listen. And I've listened to every episode. Mike, I want to hear your monkeys. Uh, well, the monkeys are done with. So we, we get that very, you blew uh, it very up. relaxing scene <laughs> to begin the movie. And then it goes straight to batshit level nine with like a dark room with clocks everywhere and naked chicks with huge boobs laying on medical tables. And they keep waking up from nightmares and going back to sleep. And then they see this old lady with like super english teeth like laughing at everyone and the old lady turns into a doll and starts doing like karate nazi symbol like karate movements for no reason okay mike's making up his movie Uh, again so no i hate you i am not making up the movie um so she's she's doing fucking karate while this is happening and there's this really fat ugly woman getting a kind of gynecological exam and then all of a sudden they're all dead <laughs> and they all die by getting stabbed by this like by the knife obviously used later on in the movie and uh, the whole time this like pair of really handsome man's blue eyes looks at everything and so this was my very first introduction to giallo and so i thought it was fucking crazy and that's my selling point my favorite thing was like after you watch it, you texted us saying like, "I'm gonna watch every one ever made." Oh yeah, you said you're gonna watch every. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. I lo- and I said that's I a lot movie. of movies, and that was the conversation. You're like, "Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, yeah well, that's great. fine." So well, I, I would recommend Fulci. Go go watch "Don't Torture a Duckling" and "The Psychic." You, I think you would actually really like. Well, it's "The Psychic," is the common title, but the actual title is um, Seven Notes in Black." Oh. 
um, or seven notes yeah, of I like, death. I, I, I don't know. I, I like don't torture a duckling. I like duck, so. Don't torture a duckling is probably the better movie, but I think Mike would like the psychic better um, because Jennifer O'Neill stars in it, and she's really attractive, and you basically just stare at her face. For yeah, that, that is a it's, selling it's, point. It's awesome. <laughs> do, uh, what about you, Angus? Do we count? Yes. Wait, do we count New York Ripper? I think so. I saw it on the list. Some, uh, yeah, New York Ripper is a lot more just visceral thrills than, like, murder mystery. Yeah. Um, oh, and the psychic, the the theme from it was used in, uh, Tarantino used it in Kill Bill. All right. Cool. Well, that was something interesting is my director, um, apparently Tarantino was, like, heavily influenced by my, by my director, like he went out and said he really likes this guy and everything to the point where the guy who did my movie was originally going to do from dusk till dawn. Whoa. Oh yeah. He was going to be the original director wow. what? until like he, he turned it down and then Robert Rodriguez was next in line. Changed the whole world. Right. Like this guy yeah. would be so much more famous too. Like he would be like, crazy big here if he would have done it but yeah so i thought that was an interesting fact that that's not really one of my selling points you just mentioned the um, yeah. tarantino so it just reminded me of that um and when you said the thing about eli roth i was thinking eli roth but then i was like wait no it was rodriguez and tarantino anyways one of my selling points and this one's going to be big for tj the guy oh. who plays the gay owl man, like the Brett, not the actual yeah. killer, like the gay one. Right. Yeah. No, I gotcha. Is Ricky from House on the Edge of the Park? David Hess. No, Ricky. Or the other guy. The friend. Oh, he was in um. House on the Edge of the Park. I heard that other movie I talked about. Oh my god, <laughs> I always forget his name. He was in um, Giovanni. No, he, he was something. In, yeah. He was in Cannibal Holocaust, which we all I also brought to the show. No, you did not bring. Wow, can, you Cannibal Apocalypse. No, not no a Cannibal Apocalypse. Excuse me, I've been drinking. <laughs> I went yeah. ahead and had that copper lager too. Um, but no, he so played like now. an extremely gay character, which is just such a, like a turnaround from what we know yeah, him as. No, ooh, that that ooh, so it's that's a good one on me. He's really funny too. Like he's like a very funny, sarcastic gay man. Like he played it so ooh. fucking well. And I, if this, do might, you have one for Mike? Because that's a great one for me. Yeah, um, I was gonna say this might get cut, but. Me and you, do you remember when we used to go to, like, the fucking skating rink and we would pretend our names were David and Ricky because of that movie? Yeah. <laughs> to pick up women. For, like, six months, yeah. we, were, we were David and Ricky. <laughs> because of House on the Edge of the Park? That's yeah. Did it ever work that? No! <laughs> no. No. Never. Well, nothing ever worked for us because we were we were the type of guys to huddle drunkenly screaming and bawling at Eraserhead. We, yeah. know, we weren't just going to scoop up chicks left and right. <laughs> um, but, you know, I haven't thought of that, of that in years. And looking back, that's like, that's rather disturbing. It's so disturbing. That's why I said this might get cut. <laughs> like, we just thought it was funny at the time. But, but I never thought of the implications <laughs> of what just, David yeah, and that, Ricky did. Yeah, that just did. that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that, it's like, really you know, like, bad. 
like yeah to, to to name ourselves after the guys who did what they did in that movie like we just you know we did it in passing totally in passing because you know we were just like and like we were, were inundated with all these types of movies so it didn't mean anything to us but like like now that i've grown up a bit like 13 wow, years later it's was... extremely disturbing it is it is messed up like like now i'm a dad i'm just thinking like if my kid was like around somebody who was like yeah call me david because of house on the david s <laughs> yeah i'd be like nah nah you, you you gotta not be around that one yeah. <laughs> like i said i don't mind oh, if all that man. gets cut <laughs> no i lie that's a great story uh, yeah. i mean there's Okay. Yeah, no, there's nothing terrible. Okay, I thought it was we like kids. We I, did dumb kid shit. Like, I thought it was kind of creepy. <laughs> I mean, yes, it was. It was really <laughs> disturbing. But nothing ever came of it because, like, dude, we didn't even fucking talk to a girl. Like, yeah, but we had the razor blades in our pocket. <laughs> we were ready. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like how I like how DJ was trying to play the whole thing off, and then you come up with the uh, yeah, but we had freaking laser blades too. Like what the fuck? Laser I got too excited. Whatever you had. Uh, we had fucking no, Star had Wars that. instruments in our pockets. Yeah, we had lightsabers, uh, and we called ourselves Dave and Ricky. Can we recording this film? The session. I think this is gonna be recording this film. We gotta, yeah. we gotta end. Let's let's roll. Oh shit! All right, were there more uh, selling points from you, Angus? We didn't really have razor blades, people. That was a joke. No, yeah, no, we did not. Yeah, you had lasers. All right. <laughs> we had lasers. No, yeah. I might have had a box cutter in the car. No, stop! Stop! We did not to scrape like when people leave the their fucking ads on your window, and then they uh, it's Florida, so they melt on your the window. Monkeys from the swamp. and then you have to slit their throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I find those businesses and just slit their throats. They get them so mad. Um, if we're done with the bullet points, no, I'm not. I got one more to get through. Nord- all I got was the Ricky yeah, tell thing. Us more and... of your bullet points. I, I'm gonna. I, now I've learned not to go off topic because I said I loved going off topic after the last <laughs> couple episodes. But holy shit! Now we have a three-hour episode. No, it's not. Shut up. And this will be great when I listen back in five years because no one else is listening to it other Please than future us. So why anyway. do we keep like downing ourselves, man? Because it's like if we keep funny. like self-deprecating like this, like people you, are just gonna be like, "Man, we, these please, guys are a bunch of whiny yeah, we queers. Gotta, we, Let's not we listen have to, to them." Like every self-depreciating thing on this this podcast, it was like five too many. Like I, I'm not. No, well, then so you can many. edit it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you edit it so nobody can listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is your last selling point? Jesus Christ! <laughs> please, yes, please. Please. You know what? I'm just going to skip the last one. Let's, Let's go, done. buddies. <laughs> All right. So by now you should know that our last segment is where we relate all of our movies to Paul W.S. Anderson. Now, he, when he directed this, he's credited as Paul Anderson. Anyway, the movie's Event Horizon. We have to relate to Event Horizon <laughs> in a segment we call Horizon The Horizon Shift. Shift, shift. Okay, so I went first. So my horizon shift is that the house with the laughing windows, um, basically it's about a guy going somewhere where people have disappeared mysteriously. And a lot of the movie is about him trying to understand where these people went and what happened to them. 
and also there's a lot of like graphic images you know like he has the painting that he's working on of the guy getting cut up um and there's also you know he's working in a church so there's a lot of religious imagery and you know like cathedral architecture just like an event horizon where they try you know they're trying to figure out what happened to the crew of the event horizon the event horizon <coughs> itself is a cross um and there's a lot of like arches and cathedral architecture in that ship itself so that is how the house of the laughing windows connects nice i like it uh so for my horizon shift it's probably the weakest i've ever had but it's really all i had and it's basically all the I mean, you had one where your movie had a villain, Event <laughs> Horizon. So, you, you know, you, well, you're this a step is, up no, from that this already. This is not a step up, actually. This, this? <laughs> yeah, actually, oh, Mike. So, it's basically... Can we skip your shift like we skipped to Angus's bullet Oh, uh, yeah. Points? Actually, I'm done. Angus, tell us <laughs> Is that shift. bad? No. So, okay. So, my shift no, is that... You got it. You got it. You got to embarrass The dream yourself. sequences are, you know, the best part of this film, and there's not nearly enough of them, especially towards the end. They kind of disappear. Uh, although they are almost completely, like, different than, you know, the ones in Event Horizon. They basically remind me of the hell scenes because it's just balls to the wall and sanity added to, like, give the film, you know, added feelings of dread, and there's not enough of them. So, that's my Horizon shift. I could make that prettier. Like oh, I'm okay with that. Let's uh, let's go there. <laughs> All right. Yep. Um, my movie had villains. Wow. Done. Sold. Yeah. No. 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 Oh, okay. No. No. Um, it's it's actually worse than that. Um, what I got oh. was my um the guy who played the director in my film looked exactly like young Sam Neill, <laughs> and Ooh. like he looked exactly like him and even talked like young That's Sam Neill. That's a pretty solid selling which point is to me. Fucking was fucking crazy uh, but not only that his um pa the production assistant looked exactly like baby bear <laughs> you know in fif- in like they both look 50 more episodes we're like, gonna look back to these and go wow these these shifts were amazing <laughs> oh jeez like where, where did we yeah. come to all right let's uh let's let's tally up the totals so so n- now it's time to cast votes yeah so um, i'm gonna go first um and let's just get right to the point mike your movie sounds like a pile of what the fuck is going on angus you've got giovanni what's his name as a gay guy i'm going stage fright uh thank you tj's movie definitely had no windows who laughed and it made me furious and angus has a monster hunter killer owl face man (laughs) and i'm voting for owl face man exclusively so thank you thank you thank you so angus move did you say my movie had no windows that laughed not enough of them. <laughs> Not well, enough. No, because it literally did. I told you that that's the iconic scene and the guy is outside and the, the, you see the painted windows with the laughing yeah, lips. It's not did they, I wanted or mouths from on my them. laughing window. I movie. saw the pictures. That, what okay, I would like. But, but like, you can't say they fair. weren't there. For laughing windows, what I expect is them like going up and down really fast making laughing sounds. <laughs> Like that would be. Great. I did. Ex- me I did expect more than that. Icon- that's like, I guess not iconic. I guess it's a very striking image. I- iconic would imply that the movie was better known. I guess. Um, anyway, um, I did expect something more like haunted house yeah, out of it. it. You know, more and and audible. Like I-, I expected laughter from the title, but but I was yeah. happy with what was there. And myself. for no reason but, whatsoever. Right, so, uh, so Angus, Angus won. But, 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 but who would you um, have picked? 
And who would you? Well, yeah, who would you have voted for? I, I just want to say first off, thank you guys. But um, if you Google image stage fright right now and look at that owl thing, it's fucking so awesome looking. <laughs> like he is. I'm gonna such save a it because I actually. Cool legitimately what i've added your movie to my watch list so oh, i'm nice. like legitimately gonna watch this one day yeah it's it's really good like I, so i'm I not was, gonna i'm not yeah, gonna like i was surprised how movies, good it was so. like this is the yeah, one i thoroughly definitely. enjoyed like the most as a film you know like i was yeah. like actually like oh wow this was really good but um between your two guys is like tj i love the title of yours great title great title great fucking title but like it just seemed like nothing not that much went on like i looked at the pictures and it is like kind of hauntingly creepy which i like but i'm gonna go with mike's because like a fucking wizard that just <laughs> fucks people normal again <laughs> like that's fucking beautiful man like the you totally can't turn down wizard a fuck wizard down the fuck wizard a dick wizard <laughs> a dick wizard of fuck i like it <laughs> oh my um, god so going forward do we have a theme for uh the next episode oh yeah i guess you get to pick a theme for us i do and i've been sitting on this one for a while and it's it leaves like a lot of possibilities um i want the next theme to be amazing animals oh my god thank you because i was gonna pick All an right. animal theme next <laughs> i'm not even lying <laughs> oh my god all right, I love it. I even have my I even have my movie already. This is great. Any genre, oh, wow. just yeah. amazing animals. Cool. All right. Were you inspired by that mystery science theater episode? Uh, I forgot what did it. Like I, I thought of this one like, like maybe four episodes ago while we were talking about something, but I don't remember exactly what it was. But I was like, fuck, I really okay. want to do that. All right, well, figured I asked. Let's wrap it up, everybody. Um, oh, Angus does the the plugin. He oh does it yes, way better than I ever would. Everybody, please go to our Facebook page. Follow us on Facebook. Like wait, us. Wait, wait, wait. You said I did the good Italian. Maybe I should do it in Italian. Ooh, that place. would actually be kind of fun. Yeah, do it. Okay, everybody. <laughs> please, if you enjoyed this episode, like us, review us, please. It means so much to us. And of course, you can find us on the Facebook. We are on iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, um, and supposedly we are on Twitter, but that bastard Michael doesn't touch it. <laughs> you sound like an angry Frenchman. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, like I'm blurring it. It kind of like it faded in the end. I lost I, it, yeah. I still I liked like, it. Oh, I panicked. It I totally great. panicked midway Job, through. Well I was like, where the fuck Good am job I? Good you guys. I, I still love it. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay, now that I'm, like, really anxious about my accent, I'm going to run away. See ya. See ya.